Mexican Podcast. Compito yeah, we're back. Damn, no. It's been a minute, fool. Where you been hiding? You owe me money? It's been life, man. Oh. School. Before you pull out your shovel and start digging that hole of mm-hmm. reality. Aquí está también el compita. Yeah. The emo yeah, brown. The emo brown Billy Bean. Billy Bean of podcasting. Y por los que no saben, the general manager himself. That's right. El compito Alex Peña. What's up? Like here on Third Avenue, anybody walking down the block can come downstairs, sit down, have a beer with us, and do a podcast outside of... <laughs> ah, what a beautiful night. Where have you been hiding, fool? No te visto, neta, neta. Yeah, we haven't been bike riding. Well... True. There's a reason for that, though. For, for the bike riding? We're trying to play soccer. Oh, Fuck yeah. Fuck. I've been trying. I can't even oh, run. Hey, wait, let us, we're just going to get into it or what? <laughs> yeah. You, you want, yeah. Is that what you want to talk about? First. All right, bro. Let's start with the highlights. First off, we are four and two. Yeah. I think four and two because we won this last game. Okay. Yeah. So we're four and two. And we're like in third place of an over 30 league. Not even the first division. Division number two. Right. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but it's better than what we said at first, right? Bro, as long as it ain't last. It's not, hey. We ain't in last. We're not in last, but people, it gets competitive. People don't realize yeah. that 40-year-olds, our generation, we still about that shit, mm-hmm. bro. We still about going after it. We're still about, like, talking shit and, oh, dominating. Yeah. I can only talk about our generation because that's where we're from, Chicle. That's right. But we're competitive, so you better believe there's a league that requires two divisions of the over 30 crowd. Yeah. <laughs> to get it done. And most of them are probably either right around our age or. Oh, for sure, dog. Porque yo los conozco, los conozco de high school. I remember a few of the fools that have been in the league that we've been playing. I'm like, that fool went to high school with me. And they're like, hey, what up, Steve? I'm like, oh, shit. I'm 41. And that was what, 28 years ago, roughly, I guess? 25, 23, 24, whatever. Not that long ago. Not that long ago. To see these dudes again, from which I used to play soccer against when we were younger, that's a trip. I'm like, oh, wow. Still going at it. I'm not alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's been fun, man. I've only made it out to two of those games. Yeah, yeah, but you've been out there. Man, I'm still hurting, though. See, wait, no weeks. Hey, wait, we old. We're in our routines. We've kind of eased back on the biking to focus on this. Mm -hmm. It's, It's tiring. I need to play a little more time in, though. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Six games into the season, you've played in two games. Yeah. Emo Brown Athletic Club. Emo Brown AC. Yeah. Four and two. You've been to two of the matches. Mm-hmm. Your performance. One and one. Your performance after. Oh, man. Let me tell you. Tell me about your performance. Hey, wait. Remember. I would- I've been there. I see <laughs> <Yeah>. you, motherfucker. <laughs> I had moments uh-huh. that were terrible. <laughs> 
Yes, I remember those a lot. Moments that were like, dang, I'm old. Yeah. And then there was like a few where I was like, all right, uh-huh. there's still something there. Okay, wait. Al Chile, when was the last time you played? Before this? Yeah. Like how we're playing right now? Go ahead. <laughs> like 15 years. Right? It's not like we've been like, oh. Yeah. Es un pedo. But this last one was humbling, right? Because all I remember is I saw it was a corner. Jose gets the ball. And this is at night, bro. It's night. It's, it's like seven chilly. to nine. It's chilly. It's cold. The, p- the pitch is a little wet. Yeah. It's a little slippery. And it's that turf, so it's a little faster. <laughs> Corner kick. Boom. Keeper gets it. Set piece. We lock eyes. Ooh, it's on. I, I know it. Sick as goal. Throw it. Sick as goal. Sick as goal coming Sick as goal coming. I turn Three, to sprint. Two, it's going to be me one. and the keeper. Quien te agarró, güey? I don't know. All I knew is I went <laughs> swimming. In the slow turf motion, monster, bro. Slow motion. I just felt my legs. I knew, you know that moment? Well, I don't know. Maybe y'all have never experienced this moment. <laughs> I hope you never do. But the moment was I turned for that breakaway. Yes, you did. And it was there. It was right there. It bounced once before you. I felt like my head and my shoulders went 10 feet forward and my legs stayed where they were. And I just went See swimming. Way. And in my mind, I did like a really cool, like okay. action Jackson tumble, you know, roll. But I'm let me give sure you the I reality since I was right there, bro. Elbows. I'll hands. give you the reality. I was Splatter. right there, five feet away from you, watching, celebrating. Mira el pinche balón de aire. Oh wow! It's gonna here it comes. It's gonna bounce, va picar, and it's gonna take off. You know, because it's wet and it was just in that angle. So I'm like, all right, fuck yeah, Chicles all alone. There's nobody there. He's gonna grab it, take it. And go one on one on the keeper. This motherfucker. Like you were running all alone, and all of a sudden your leg just like melted into the fucking pitch. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whoa, shit. Where does that go? El que picó fue yo. I was like, like damn, damn, the, the ball, ball was fine. The ball did its thing. You yeah. picar. Yeah. Hey, nah, but you know bro. what? I popped right up. Yeah. I was like, hey, cambio. <laughs> Help. Help no me. man, this league has Save been me. this this league has been awesome. Yeah, it, it, it's fun. After especially after all the pandemic and everything that's been going on, we're still in it. You know, we're still yeah. doing our thing, but it's outside and we're you know we're you know, and it just feels good to be at the stage. Hopefully, at the end of the fucking thing, that we can go out and start feeling a little bit more comfortable. And I like how how the it's only the players that get in. Nobody else can it's get in. I like people can come hang out. Yeah. it's just and we're playing with masks. People, yeah, people are masked up, and it's fun. I definitely, but man, for real, it, it pushed me to think about just my health, but also like, man, I got to do some footwork because yeah. all it is, like I run all day. I could run for hours, no problem. Yeah, but do you, it's some, that side to side, yeah, the kicking, yes. the moving your arms. Like there's so many other movements that happen in a game. Dare I say the plyometrics of oh, the game. Yeah. Side to side motion Go is ahead. difficult. Go ahead. Be old. Your body needs to be lubricated with water. We don't have that much water because we're old. We're hey, like old you, rubber bands. Do you know? Does Alex play anything? Is he? Where is he? Is he still here? <sighs> this motherfucker is quiet because this is an over thirty league fool. <laughs> oh, this fool ain't thirty, dog. He says supone. I've seen him ride bikes, so I don't know if he can hang. I can probably just come in. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as a sub. Yeah. Play a little bit. Damn bitch! You didn't even put yourself in the starting seven. No. All right. Okay. No, I, okay. I, I, I'm going to admit, I'm not going to be that good. Okay. But I can come in, sub, you know, give you guys a break a little bit. 
No, bitch. Not us guys. I'll be on the subs with you. I'm not going to start it either. No, but who, right now, uh, who, who would you say is the star of the team right now? Like, who's who's okay. contributing the most? Right? The younger guys. <laughs> the younger guys, for sure. The younger guys, for sure. Of the older guys, like of the 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 dudes in your 40s, there's a few of us. Yeah. I've excelled. I've been playing. <clears throat> Let me tell you right now. Let me oh tell you why God. I've excelled. Hold on. <laughs> True or false? I put constant attack and footwork on the keeper. I'm making them work. Okay. True okay. or false? Bitch, I don't want no okay. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. When you're up top, you you go to work. Yeah, I can't but, play in the back. Yeah, dog. One time you in the back. Ooh, oh my god! Ooh, I the, you were remember like trying to tackle somebody? Bitch, remember it's slippery. Remember? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. You slipped. You slipped. slipped. That's slippery, slipped. Some <laughs> I did, dude. The next day, the next week, full fuck around. My, I, my legs were tight. That's what yeah. I was saying. We felt like a rubber band. I was like, oh, I can't move. Oh, it's not fun falling. It's not no. fun. It's not fun falling at night. It's not fun falling at night when it's cold and it's all slippery and wet. You, you ain't, you ain't about me. this league, Alex. You, you, how old are you? 28. Oh, he's close. Nah, he's close, but he's not there. Tell where, where are you from? What do you do? Tell yeah. the people. They're curious. Um, well, number one, I'm from Chula Vista. Oh. Mm. And I work at Pizza Port Bressy Ranch. Oh, this, this whole time I thought you were at OB. Oh, no. I got OB doesn't have an office, huh? Well, they probably do. Okay. For the you GMs. work at the headquarters. I work, yeah, I work up what there. What do you do there? Uh, I work as, as the uh, counting assistant. I don't. So, how fun has it been in the pandemic working as an accountant in a business that's it, open at twenty five percent capacity? Uh, it's it's interesting because I got hired in the pandemic, during the pandemic, and then you know, like I could tell, like that place gets busy, right? Oh yeah. And we have in uh, downstairs, you know, we would have tables, and then upstairs, we have an upstairs. And, you know, nobody's up there. You know, no one's allowed up there. And I kind of want to see like how, you know, how, you know, how it gets popping pretty much. Like, you know, who, you know, the bar gets packed. I want to see, like, I want to see all that. Agarrate, way, Cause now like we're getting close, bro. Yeah. We're getting close. I feel like to, to, to opening up again today. Here we are. What Friday. Um, and they're allowing us to starting tomorrow to cease the operation with Food and beer. Mm-hmm. We can go back to being a regular brewery where it's like you can come in and you don't have to order that taco ticket. You're still going to want to order the taco ticket. Yeah. Okay, let's be real. Because I mean, taquitos de la rifa. Tacos del vaquero. Located on 3rd Avenue every day except Monday. You want that. I want to get back to normal, bro. But And we're getting close. But I feel it's going to get bananas. You know, like now people are going out there. They're getting vaccinated. They, they're like, you know, reading the, the new uh, announcement. We're going to the red tier, hopefully next week. So, I mean, I feel like shit is changing in our direction now. It's yeah. We're going to be up and running pretty soon, man. Yeah, yeah. For better or for worse. I mean, you, everybody has their opinion on how, how things have been handled and how things can go forward. But I think an opening is coming and I'm excited for it, bro. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Okay. And people should, if you can, get vaccinated. You know, I know there's folks that don't, don't want to do that, but- you you should. Uh, uh, did you get vaccinated already? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'll be getting my second okay. one this next weekend. Nice. Yeah. Did you grow another leg? May I ask? Um, or are you all right? I mean. I think part of the reason. I heard another I thought, eye pops out. 
part of the reason I thought I had that breakaway because oh. I was feeling bionic. And what happened? And I wasn't. So, <laughs> so the shot gave you I, false I, hope. I think it. I think it kicks in after ten days. Yeah. That was two days later. Hey, wait, my you, bad. It was a clean tumble roll, but it wasn't as great as you thought it was. I know. No, I, I, believe me, I know because my elbows, my hands, and both my knees hurt really bad. So it wasn't. It wasn't the way Bitch, I remember I was, it. That was going to be a goal. <laughs> I know. It was going to be my a, first one. Bro, that would have been a goal. I would have got get one that before clean. you. You would have get that client clean, bro. Ira la garras, la dominas, te volteas. One on one, one, bro. One on one. Bah. Nacho Ambriz. Quick. You know who was my guy? Mm. Aspe. Alberto. Garcia. Aspe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel you. My guy was... Um, Luis Garcia, Elias. Yeah. You know? You and then, primo, and I, had to go, I had to go with a cuzzo, bro, you know? Yeah. But I remember... Oh, damn. You're still young, Alex. You're young. But you remember the 98 World Cup. Yeah. 98 World Cup, we're dominating... Not dominating, but we're in the, we're in the match going Irlanda, dog. Toe-to-toe, pa-pa-pa. That was, that was probably my most memorable game as a little dude, watching them play against uh, Ireland in the 98 World Cup. I was like, oh, man, that's yeah. awesome. I'm sorry, the 94 World 94, Cup. 94, yeah. perdón, perdón, yeah, the 94. 94, they were, they were close. That man. was a team. They were close. They had all the, the legends of that era. Esage, dog. Sí, el emperador. El cosillo también. That's crazy. Bernal, todos. Ese fue el, el equipazo. El piojo. Ese fue el equipazo. You, you need that bad boy. You need that bad boy. Yeah. I mean, you had several dog. bad boys on that team. Fernandez, bro. Oh, yeah. That was the squad. Yeah. Your mother. Fuck. When, when did you start watching Someday. soccer, Alex? What, what, what? Um, very late, actually. Like, when I went to uh, college, pretty much, that's that's when I got into it. Uh, it started with my uh, my team that I grew, I grew into, uh, Tottenham. So I grew into liking Tottenham, and I, I still like them. Yeah, of course. Mediocrity. And, Go ahead. and then, huh? Uh, me- mediocre team. Go uh, ahead, by all means. They're right there. They're, right there. <laughs> they're knocking on number four, on uh, top four. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And then, you know, it's, I, I, I really liked the, the last world cup. The last world cup was really good. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm team, I'm team, team Mexico. And, you know, I, re, I really liked the results. Obviously, you know, the, we were close, but not, you know, we we're right there, but dude, the fucking world cup is coming up again. That's right. Yeah. It's, it's not this year. It's a 22. Yeah. Jeez. Where's it going to be though? Um, cutter, Qatar, Qatar, cutter. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be like early game or late game starts over there because se pone caliente, dog. Se pone caliente. And then after that, it's supposed to come out here, no? To the North America? No estoy muy seguro, pero yeah, I know the North America is an option. Imagine, bro. Damn. That was the, the bid was between Mexico, the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, it's like a North American bid and that they were going to try to separate the matches, yeah. you know, certain levels here, blah, blah, blah. I hope so. I would, I would be love, I would love to would go. be red. In our in our gener- in our era, yeah. you know, we're so like appreciative, upright. Vamos con los squinkles. You know, this is what it's about. Yeah, dude, that's what's gonna be awesome. Did you did you used to go when they had the games at Qualcomm? Jack Murphy? Sí, yeah, wait, what the oh, hell? Oh, it was already Qualcomm, huh? They were, yeah, I think it was Qualcomm. When the sí, selección would always no. have a, a game here, bro. Where did you buy your ticket? There's only one place. In Plaza Bonita, Macy's. Oh, okay. Maybe there's two places. If we used to go to Ritmo Latino on, on hey, a- <laughs> right, yeah. Ritmo Latino on Broadway, bro. We would go well, in there. See, Plaza Bonita was closer to me. Yeah. And dude, you, those are like the only places to go get the tickets. Yep. And it was a whole thing, bro. It was like on a... Well, sometimes K-O-K? it was... See, it was during the yeah. week, bro. We didn't fuck around. It was like on a Tuesday and shit. And you'd go in there. We, we had our, our spot in B2 
right along the fence. And I remember my dad would bring all the flags, hang them on the fence, you know, carne asada, todo. Acá, just, just, letting, just letting people know, hey, this is what we're about right here. Yeah, this is what we're about. Times, Bro, it was a whole experience because you would be at the freeway, on the freeway. And you already, already yeah, yeah, and you already see fools in trucks waving the, the bitchy right. bandera, bro. Just, just bro, bro, bro. getting ready to get off the freeway. Bitch, it was the 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 pre-party before the pre-party, bro. It was a pre-pre-party where you were just on the freeway and you see fools just wilding out, you know? I'm pretty sure not breaking any laws. Of course not. No, never. Of course not. But it was like they were getting ready and there was traffic and then you'd get there and then everybody's your theater, you're hanging out, you're, you see everybody having a good time. Then you get into the game, bro. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. That's an experience. Those are actually, you know what? That's that. Like, those are one of their cooler experiences that I have. You know, like yeah. being younger, going with my cousins to the games at yeah. the Murph, at the Q. You know, I remember uh, Mexico, Sweden. Mexico, Sweden was was uh, one of the matches we went down there to. Bro, those was that's just awesome. You know, like you're young, you're watching, like oh fuck, you know what? This is yeah. world, world class soccer right here. You're, you're watching like the best of the best. Yeah. And then the way we play on Tuesday nights, bro, at, at uh, Otay Ranch Mall, Ooh, you know, close. the outdoor league, bro. That's close. Division B of the over 30, <laughs> that league. Yeah, we sucked. <laughs> well. But we're still four and We two. do. Our team doesn't. As a low end, we got some youngies, bro. Like we have like 31 year olds. It's like we have ringers on the over 30. Yeah. Like we're 41. You know, there's a bunch, there's a few sprinkled 40ers on there too. And then the rest are like late 30s. Hey, coach gets down too, though. Coach gets down. El compita Julio, dog. That's the homie. You know he gets down. sprinting he, down. He, he takes the it serious. He takes yeah. it. I don't sprint no more. Uh, I know. Now I know I can't. <laughs> as I, much I, as we like. As much I as we like. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so when you run all of this time, it's not a sprint? No, but I, I think, and I knew this going in, it's just different. Yeah. Right? Like running the way I run for like distance, for just, I guess, for fun. You're running one speed, it's smooth, you know, that's all you're doing. You're running in a straight line. No stop and go. Yeah, where there's no stop and go, there's no side to side, no there's no turning. Right. Yeah. You know, there's no like tracking the ball. Like there's so many other movements that happen that I learned. And, and I share this with my students because we have students on campus and two of them play soccer. Okay. This is my in with them, you know, like, hey, I'm playing tonight. Hey, guess what happened yesterday? I fell. I had an open, yeah. I had a breakaway. I, told, and I, I, shit. I tell them straight up, dude, I had to break away. Guess what happened today? You're but I turned and I ate it, man. Like my knee hurts, it's swollen. And they're like, oh, that's. Bro, sad. in my head, I see it happening because I was right there. Yeah. It was gracefully horrible. Right. Bitch, it was a goal. It should oh. have been. The story to your students should end differently than you're telling it. Right. But what I told them is what I learned is, is I can't play that way anymore. I have to play at my feet. Yeah. And if it if it's a breakaway, then I got to let gotta it go. You got to rely on. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like let true. it go, reset, and get the next one. But I think, and what and I told we've them turned, is part we've of turned my, into Greg Maddox of, of soccer, bro. Yeah, we've turned yeah. into like the Trevor Hoffman because all those fools knew it was yeah, like fuego. Pop, 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 pop. Then they learned yeah. how to pitch. Exactly. That's where we are. We're like, uh-oh. And that's a good thing. You know, like we we have to adapt and, and evolve, right? I think the yeah. good thing is that we know, fool. <laughs> wow, yeah. If you, if you didn't know and you were still trying to get at it and it's like you're chasing it and it's like, compita ya tienes 41s, bro. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I know what I am. I'm a five minute, a half player, you know, <laughs> I'm going to give you a solid five minutes in the first 25 and a solid five in the back, maybe not all at the same time. You know, I'm going to sprinkle a little here or there, 
But nah, I can't. I can't play more than that, yeah. bro. But and, no. and definitely, bro. Like, don't step in for defense ever again. In mi vida jamás me meto no, defensa, bro. I felt like I felt like a polar bear on skates <laughs> playing defense. Me bailaron, dog. Me bailaron. I thought they were gonna throw you out. I wasn't. I wasn't being you dirty. Little, you were a little aggressive, though. I, you, I, even the other team was like, "Hey, hey, hey." <laughs> that's how we do, bro. Emo Brown Athletic Club. What? That's right. We're, we're not a finesse right. team, bro. Yeah. We're not Barcelona, dog. Who? Ew. Exactly. Yeah. Damn, you're severe. Hey, you remember that? We're player? Milan, bro. Oh, We're United. Uh, we get player? strong up front. We flex. Do you know who Razor Ruddick was? Razor Ruddick was a basketball player. No, a boxer in the heavyweight division. Go ahead. No. He's a dude that played for Liverpool, but he was known for being nasty. Like, I mean, even it just looking at him, you know, and that's from an era early 90s of like when they had enforcers on the team, right? Like they were out there. To roaming, disrupt, bro. Disrupt Just waiting, you. looking for somebody to take <laughs> yeah. out. Hey, mijo, te vamos a meter los últimos 15 minutos. Ya sabes qué hacer. And it's yeah. like they gave you a target. And you're like, ooh, there he is. And that's when English football was, it was different. I think now it's Do you have a, a, do you have a favorite player from, from that era? My favorite was always Eric Cantona. Oh, you read my mind. And he only played one oh way, aggressive. God. That was my Aggressive. Guy. Aggressive. You know, I wish I... Bro, did I, we just I become best friends? How how do you how do we have the same favorite player out of uh, bro? How did we come to Eric Cantona los dos a la misma? That's crazy. Well, who else ever karate kicked a reporter? Oh, bro, not even a reporter, a fan. <laughs> was bro, it a fan? It was a fan, dog. Imagine, imagine. All right, you're a champion. <laughs> in, in you're a champion at the level of like the top tier champion division, bro. You're the top of the top, okay? And you hear somebody just heckling you, bro, just saying stuff in you. And you're like, hey, see what's in the pasando? And he keeps doing it. He doesn't stop. He goes, you know? Eventually, you're going to get butthurt. Well, this fool, the captain, el rey, Eric Canton, el siete, el poderoso, he ran into the stands and drop kicked that fool in the face. Yeah. And, the, and who got ejected? The fan. Lo sacaron. <laughs> and ever since then, bro, I was like, ooh, I want to be like that player because that player yeah. has everything. He was quick. He was sneaky. He was aggressive, and he knew he had the, the, the technique to put it in the net. You know, I think what sealed the deal with me for him, because at the time I didn't have cable. Mm. You know, like I I only knew what I could read. Um, but I got to travel over there to play a little bit of soccer. Well, with, tell us a little more some, about your background. Some folks from Chulavista, actually, the team was from Chulavista, and with the the Garcia brothers, I. They, the El they, Manny boy, El Johnny yeah, boy. They, they got me in there. Ray was there, Nico, and um, a few of those cats. South Bay, Chula Vista, heavyweights. Yeah, like we went out there, and, and because I knew them, they talked to the coach. The coach let me come with them. We got to go to a game at Old Trafford. Oof. Again, it was an exhibition game Oof. against Inter. It don't matter, fool. You're at Old Trafford, the theater of dreams, bro. And and it's when they had Bam Bam Tam, Bam Bam Samorano. Yeah, so he's playing, you know. But what, yeah, what, what was like, this, took bro? Me to, like, like blew my mind was when when Manchester came out. The fans had a song for every single player. Yeah, a chant, bro. And they would sing it, and oh man, like that just like I'll never forget that because I, I've been to sports here. Never duplicated. No, not even, not even close. close bro. Not even close. The passion, the just like the the engagement that people have, and you know I've heard that maybe like in stadiums like in Green Bay or, or other there Lambeau are places in Field. 
in the states where maybe the fans come close to that. I've never been there, so I don't know. But it was just different, you know. And I think the history. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's you know, like that's heavy. So, it's so much more. That's heavy. Like when you see people with full on back piece tattoos of, of their, their squad, team, bro. Like, it's a different level. It represents of a community. That's the crest of your town. That's like not even community, like family, right? Yeah. Like there's, like you draw the line. Imagine there's a fucking MLS soccer team expansion team here, and it's fucking the Chula Vista, like you know, Chula Vista. Todos nos conocemos FC, you know, like, <laughs> like some long ass fucking cool name like that, dude. We would love the shit out of that squad. Tell me you wouldn't get that fucking tattoo. It's a Chula Vista. I don't know, I, I don't know if my back is big enough. Oh, for that. better believe you better start working out, homeboy. <laughs> you know that that's what I do hope for. Though. Yes. Once, once the football team that was here before left, I always hoped like you know what it would be cool to have a soccer team. Hell yes. It's, it's, it's something that appeals to this region, you know, the Tijuana, San Diego, like all of I mean, bro, we have, we we're have the cholos, hotbed, but, dog. Yeah, we need some. I'm a Cholos like fan, though, bro. I've, I've gone yeah, to a few games. Been. I remember, uh, I've been to a lot of fucking games, Los Cholos. That's my squad. I haven't been to one yet. Bro, we gotta go. go. We gotta go. You been to one, Alex, or no. what? Okay, those games, let me tell you, it's a fucking experience, dog. It's otro pedo. It's like you prep the whole day. Like if you were going to watch El Tri play at Qualcomm in the early 90s. It's like, oh shit, it's fucking Friday. They tailgate down there oh, too, bro, huh? let me tell you about that. So it's okay. And my experience is few, but I've been to games. So the games I've been to, it's like, whoa, this is how they get down. You know, so it's a whole day. Every week. When the compita Julio, si el partido comienza a las siete, you know? He said, hey, bro, we got to get ready like at 2.30 so we can go and get in. And like, wait, pues el partido comienza a las siete. Well, bro, it's like, it's a thing. Like, we got to leave early. And I was like, all right, cool. So we go. And from like, 2.30, we get there like at 3-ish, we cross, boom, dog, el pinche cabi, el taxista, pa' donde, pues, al caliente, partido, all right, they don't drop you off at the stadium, they drop you off at Cali Max across the street, so you can yeah. go in, get your beers, your kawama, fum, 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 you come yeah. in, you drink those on the walk from there to, to, to the, across the street, across the street, you're two down, that's it, through the dirt lot, you know, Ooh, there's food, there's taquitos, there's, there's banda, if that yeah. shit could be replicated, duplicated here at Peco, Ooh. we have the same. It's there, bro. It's there, like bubbling. But, it's like just boiling, ready to explode. You need like a bigger parking space. Mm -hmm. Like the one that they have designated for tailgate. Like it's like. Uh. What, the Lexus, the, the VIP parking? Yeah. No, it's big. But the, the one across too, though. Yeah. I mean, you could do it. That'd be but, awesome. But what I'm saying is like, like we could go and set up and have a good time. But I think what made Qualcomm special is that you could walk around that whole stadium, take a whole half hour to walk around, and everywhere you look, people were, were hanging out, celebrating, even the opposing fans, right? And for a while, like, we had, we had season tickets to the to football games, and, you know, that was part of it. Like, it was a good time giving people from the opposing team walking by a hard time and vice I'm versa. I'm get a little serious. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There were cer certain games every year that, you know, you, you knew... You know you had to come with it, but charge your playoff like it, game it against was, the Jets. Oh, with Mark Sanchez, I was oh, there, bro. Dude, no, Nate Kading missed like three fucking field goals and shit, dude. That was terrible. Wide right. The worst. The worst was against the Patriots. So any loss against the Patriots hurt. But if you're at the game, and if you're Marlin, at the game, oh. Marlon fucking McCree. Just fall down, bro. Dog, just don't be a hero. Take a knee, homie. Don't be a hero. We would have won. That's a wrap. 
We would have won. No Tom Brady legacy. No dynasty. We would have ended that shit right there. But no, Marlon McPhee wanted to be the superstar. He's like, you know what? I'm better than this. The only time he even made a play the rest of the season that my nickname for him was a spectator. Because he was always just watching. Oh, fuck. Dog, relax. I'm still... Yeah, that that one hurt. Fourteen and two. Fourteen and two. Bitch, that was. Hey, take it easy. That was over a decade ago. Let it go. I know, right? It was back. Back back then, because I I was I grew up. Go ahead. Padres and Chargers, you know. And I remember back then. I think because of all those seasons of like we, you know, I I went to the games when we were one and fifteen. You know. Mary and Butts. To have a team that was that good and then have like one play. And obviously, like, it's not his fault, right? Like, whatever. But, like, bro, it is his fault. (laughs) I mean, it's literally nobody else's fault, but it is. When it it happened, like, I had a hard time with it. And every season, like, there was a good period of time. I remember my my mother in law, one time uh, we were at home the season that Philip Rivers had had knee surgery and no one knew about it. Came out with the Braves, super like he, super he played, you know, and we had a like it was a great game, and then we, we, yeah, we couldn't make we couldn't no we lost. Didn't yeah. he win one with the Braves? And everybody was like, oh, like oh, they, they had won the game to get to the I, I believe it was the, the conference championship yeah. against New England uh-huh. in New England. Uh-huh. We had a great first half. No Ladanian Tomlinson pouting out. on the sideline. Yeah, Turner was was killing it. And I remember at the end of the game, I, I was bawling. I was like, oh, man, like I was crying. And my mother-in-law just looked at me. How old are you, like, fool? I was like, what, 27, 30? Like, <laughs> she's like, what's wrong with you? It's why, are, why are you taking this so serious? Oh, it's one man. of those things. Like, oh, yeah. That's how I am. And yeah, I think that's I when I was in Manchester, that that's what appealed to me. Because to me, that's my level of commitment to, to most things that I do. Like I'm, I'm in. All in, and I'm gonna no half stepping. I'll, I'll shed some tears if I have to, and, and there's no shame in that, you know. Like that's just how I am. We never. But when have she step. called me out, it did kind of course. make me feel like, oh dang, like is it too much? Never, never do that, bro. Yeah, it's never. Yeah, come on, guy. Wait. No good thing we don't have a football team anymore, bitch. But I went all the way to fucking Manchester for a match. So nice. to, yeah, so three years like a league match. Yeah, like three years ago to this day. You know, nice. yeah, it, it apareció on my pinchy Facebook. Saludos to, to, to that. One of the better moments in my life is ah, celebrando. Oh, you know, before we get into that, what are we drinking? We're drinking the Outdoor Escape IPA brought to you by Pizza Port. Alex, thank you for this, bro. This is good. That's delicious. Yeah. This is good. I'm not, really good. I'm not supposed to be drinking beer. I've been drinking nothing but whiskey, but I'll break the rules yeah, for Pizza Port. Exception. This is a good beer. Well, damn, this is a big beer. Yeah. The more that I've tasted it, it's like, hey, wait. 7.2. Shit. Nice. Cheers to Pizza Port. Three years ago to the date, because it showed up on my Facebook today, and it showed me walking from their uh, cricket stadium, a cruzar la calle del estadio de Old Trafford. They have like their their facility, and it's uh, like a cricket stadium. They start there with some drinks, like, uh, pa, 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 meeting old players. And then we're, uh, we walk from that little area down like the alleyway from the cricket stadium to the football stadium, bro. And it's like a whole pedo. And this game was for the, 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 for Liverpool. It was like, you know, it's huge. It's yeah. probably one of the world's greatest fucking rivalries ever. You know, people here in the U.S. think, ah, see, los padres y los dodgers, ah, see, like this and that. It's like, no, bro, when you go over, this is a fucking, 
It's war. It's guerra, bro. Uh, it's like it's town against town. Uh -huh. You know, it's 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 culture against culture. Uh -huh. It's social class against social class. Because for what I learned from when we were out there, certain areas, you know, they were more known for being more more forward. They were more advanced, more technical. They had more money. They were a richer, a richer part of town, you know. And then you have another part of town that's just hardworking, blue collar, you know. Well, the industry getting dirty, dirty broke yeah. yeah. So it's not just like, oh, fuck David Beckham. Oh, no, fuck, you know, whatever, Steven Gerrard. No way. It was like, like this is like a clash of the titans of, of, of social, of all <laughs> Everything things. Everything it represents. And, and at once, you know? Yeah. And, it, and we felt it. And we knew, like, if I ever go to watch a match in, in Manchester, it's got to be against Liverpool. It's got to be. We went over there, flew to Dublin, hung out in Dublin a couple of nights. We were drinking, eating, 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 drinking, drinking, nada. And then like we flew over to Manchester and that's when we like, we got there and it was a, it was a culture shock, bro. Yeah. When we were in Dublin, it was chill. El ambiente está toda madre. You know, it's like, they're, they're a lot like us. I got to learn. Um, they're the only people, foreigners that can purchase Mexican land or something um, because of the uh, Mexican-American war, they, they got our back, you know? Mm. So there's like a bond. There's like, there's like historic shit. So when we landed, yo, el, el Gus y el compita Julio into Dublin, like, oh, where are you boys from? Mexico. Oh, fuck, yeah, you Mexican brothers, yeah. And they would buy us whiskey. Les pusieron hasta el culo, dog. Every night we were in Dublin. Like, we would, we, we'd buy our beers and drinks, but then where are you from? Oh, we're from San Diego. And where's that? In California, like, ahí un lado de México, like, on the border. Yeah, and they're like, you fucking Mexican. Like, you know, and I was like, we're like, yeah, what's up? My Irish accent, wey, vale verga, you know? Vergatitos. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, like, they were like, you're Mexicans. We're like, yeah. And like, fuck, yeah. And, and Every night, bro, we just get, you know, these drinks. So that parlayed into going into, you know, Manchester and, and going through that whole moment of like, this is a whole different pelo. This isn't just like, hey, mijo, you want to go watch the Padres play the fucking Giants at Peco Park? Okay, daddy, yeah. can I get some popcorn or a pretzel? Yeah, it's, it's a different thing, bro. Mm -hmm. Like over there, it's like, hey, fuck these scousers. We're going to go. We're going to go in and rage of ruckus. Get in pelos, bro. They want to yeah. like, and you feel it. It's like you're walking from one end of the alley. They're like, where everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everyone on the other side of the fucking alley is coming down. You're like, no, no, no. And they're funneling you into the same stadium. You get in there and it's just strong. It's like, oh my God. It was awesome. I got to go again. As, as soon as everything is over with the pandemic and everyone's on, I, I told wifey today, I was like, yo, you didn't go on our last trip, but you have to go with us. Like, we're going to take our wives this time and be like, we're, yeah. we're going to Dublin, bro. Let's do this. You know? You're invited more than welcome. Oh, well, we're going to Dublin, do that again, and then go watch a match. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, just go to like fucking London or somewhere and just hang out. It's just, it was an experience, bro, that I want there's, back. There's a team that plays in London. Go ahead. Who is it? There's a few, bro. Huh. Go ahead. And if, only, if only someone knew who plays there. No one? No. No one have noticed. Ooh, what are you talking about? The Tottenham, bro? We have the North London Derby coming yeah. up on Sunday. Damn, your team sucks, bro. Yeah. I wonder if that Alex would have said, yeah, Tottenham. Hey, Tottenham. that's the level. I know. Okay. I know. Okay, Tottenham. pause this, dog. We just went into like a 15-minute fucking solo chat about how much we love fucking Manchester yeah. and brought in all the fields. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah fucking the Tottenham, you know, if you go fucking match. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like the complete difference. Between like I have no passion. I've felt that before. Like you, you've gone, you've gone and rooted for your team. And like, I, I haven't, I hope to do not that yet, one day. Not yet. Like, not well, yet. what got you into your team? Like everybody, yeah, no yeah. bro, we're fucking Mexicans. 
from California, from San Diego, yeah. from Chula Vista. Like we are worlds removed from being connected to English Premier League football. Yeah. But look at there's three of us here right now. Mm-hmm. And all three of us are about that shit. Yeah. You know, we get up early at 4.30 in the morning. We get up early to watch those matches at 6, you know? I think it's the, Who's the team that got you into that shit? I mean, I think, like, number one, I think it's, like, the level of play, too. It's, like, you're seeing, like, the best in the world go out there. And, like, we're watching watching really good soccer. And then, like, for for me, like, Tottenham, it was was Harry Kane, dude. Harry Kane? Every time I watched them play, like I wasn't even like a, I mean, I wasn't even a soccer fan, but every time I would put on a Tottenham match, they would play Liverpool, they would play Arsenal or whatever, Chelsea, he would score. It was like, thank you for not saying United. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I know where I'm at. Uh, Yeah. uh, He would score. It's like, man, like, and then I would like notice like the players they have like, okay, like this is a pretty good young team. And back then they had Poch and. I was like, okay, they could probably get there. And they almost did until they... You had the opportunity to choose a winner, Alex. You went they for were, mediocrity. They were kind of a kinda. Yeah. They were just, If I'm looking what? up to somebody, it's not like, oh, I kind of look up to you. Well, no, he, I look up to you. Who's my squad? He hasn't answered the question. Believe, what, what turned you into a Hotspur fan? Well, yeah, I think it was, well, it was Harry Kane. It was like that, just like looking at that team and being like, I... I I want to see this team succeed because I because that's the only games you watch when you were younger. Yeah, well, like every time you turned it on, it was Tottenham playing. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, it, yeah. honestly, could have been like any. Team. That's what I'm saying. But, Jesus, but, boy, like, guy. because Harry Kane kept <laughs> Poor scoring, dude. it was it was gonna be Tottenham. I was like, this guy impresses me because every time I put it on, this guy scores. Imagine being a Pottery fan, a Charger fan, and a Hotspur fan, bro. Like always, it's just heartbreaking. It's, it is heartbreaking. Those are three horrible fucking teams. <laughs> In the past, the, the saving grace. We didn't have a basketball team, so I got the root for whatever basketball team. No, I no, wanted. no. We, we, we've had we've had two basketball teams. Well, that was before our before our era. Yeah, yeah, before our era. Quién teníamos? Teníamos los San Diego, bro. The San Diego Clippers. That's some shit I could have gone behind for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah, the San Diego Clippers and the the Rockets. We had the Rockets too, and they went to Houston. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And we never got those teams back. We never got that never experience. Know, maybe someday though. You never know. Man. One day, maybe it's possible. We'll see. And what's gonna? And we started this whole thing an hour ago. Hey, can I just tell Alex that I also went to a Hotspurs game? Oh, did you really? Yeah. No but because we went to London, so we got to go. It was it was a soccer trip. You know, we went to play. We mostly bitch. Played. How good were you? From one to ten, give it to me. Al, then, Chile, al Chile. I would say I'd give myself an eight. Ooh, you know? I knew it. Because you're cocky. But you want people to think you're like, no, you know what? I'm okay. No, no I'll, I'll tell you You're why. like, motherfucker, I know what I can do, but if, I'm going to let you think you, I can do if less. If you had asked me back then, I uh-huh. would have said 10. Of course. But then when I went to try out for college, Uh-oh. that's when I, I realized. Reality check? It wasn't so much a reality check. It was more like my personality hadn't developed enough in terms of like being vocal on the on the field, you know, being like outspoken and like having those leadership qualities. Cause even though I had been captain on my team in high school, like it, it, it didn't translate in the way that it needed to, you know? So I made it to the final cut and, and I know that I was good enough, but I didn't show that. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. It does. Like, it, and it was hard, you know, like I, I thought I could make it. Yeah. I made it to the final cut, was invited to come back for spring training, but 
by that point I was working. I, I wasn't in, in that kind of shape anymore. And, you know, that was it. And that, that's when I realized like, dang, like I was, I was a couple steps away close from, from being there. Close. You know? But that's what it is. But it's what it is. here we are. Yeah. You know, that we got to go over there. And, and I remember we played a, a team. We got to go to Wales and we played a like an amateur team that had their own stadium and clubhouse. And man, we got worked. Yeah. And we were we played we were playing grown men, you know. Bro, that's next level, bro. It was. That's like that's next Later level. They, they told us that they, there was one guy on the team that actually was playing for the Welsh national team. And dude, they they took us to town, but it was fun. And the rest of the games, I think one game we played against kids about our age, but then the other games were against younger kids. So it was like, it wasn't even fair, but it was a fun experience to be out there and playing on their turf, you know, and exchanging jerseys was a big thing. And it was just cool to be out there in a, in another country. I, I was like 15 years old. But Seaway, one of the homies awesome. here, one of uh, the owners here at the brewery, John, um, when we used to play growing up, you know, that was our shit. Soccer, well, let's, you're from, from, I can't even say from Bonita because that shit was legit all of South Bay. There was a competitive area for, for soccer growing up, whether it was AYSO or then you graduated into club teams and like, what was it? Like the Rebels, um, the Hotspurs and like all, all of these squads, the Rangers, you know, and it's, it was weird, man. You know, and like, it, it was like a, it was, it was. Church, it was your religion. There was yeah. no half stepping when it came well, to it like Aguilas too. Seaway, bro, Aguilas bro, bro. There was it was no half stepping back no. then. It's like you either played fucking soccer, you know, like and you wanted to, or you, or you like just kind of like were wasting your time. And I think at our age, there was a, uh, it was only that premier division, right? Yeah, like that was all there was. Yeah, because well, there was there was AYSO because I played AYSO for like three years, four years. Um, growing up as a squinkle, and now all of the dudes that were from my age that were playing AYSO, I remember, like they, everyone jumped up to it like a club yeah. team. Like as soon as we turned like 10, 11, 12, whatever, like, oh, you're a rebel now. Oh, you're Chilvis United. Oh, you're this, you're that. And it was crazy because I was looking back now, I'm like, fuck, that's super competitive. Yeah. It's all, it, it, it was like, they were, these guys were loading up like if it was a real big time league, you know, and, and we were just little guys like <laughs> yeah. in our early teens, you know, whatever, 13. I think we yeah we were like in middle school middle school and going into high school and that's where like you just saw the shit the tournaments bro the turkey shootouts in like in Arizona or yeah. or or like the going up to the San Diego Surf Cup you know yeah bro those are just Surf Cup the Nomads it, tournament bro these are names that like if people who are listening who are probably like in our general age group you know the football tournaments down here soccer tournaments were next level. Anytime you got to play on the polo Why, why grounds, am I getting fucking hype right now? <laughs> or the UCSD fields was yeah. like Ooh. a whole other thing. It's like, I made it. Yeah, it it's felt like, like yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. Looking back, like you were saying, I, I, I regret not taking it as seriously as I should have. Right. I regret not um, enjoying it more, you know? And I regret not doing uh, high school golf or like high school wrestling. I feel like if I, I, those are two things that I would want to have done when you, I was back there. Like, you've been of thinking baseball. about wrestling ever since Phil Davis. Oh, hey, bro. Do you know that fool? It could have been me. It could have been me, dog. I could have gone to college. I could have been AC Slater, <laughs> fool. Hey, is he, is he, he's coming up, huh? Uh, April, first week of April. Yeah. So he's got five more weeks until he's in his battle. Let's do this. Well, I think we just brewed his beer. 
we got to do an inventory check to see if we have enough uh, labels. labels right now Yeah, for Hanks or no Hanks. So let, right now, think Yo, people, if you're going to watch that fight, you, you got to have a drinking. four pack, bro. You better be drinking. You better. Hanks, you know what you should do? No Hanks. This is what you should do. You do a little party in your house to watch, you know, mm-hmm. watch this fight. This card is loaded. Go ahead. You go to Hanks Deli, bro. You go to Hungry Hanks. Yeah. You get a platter. Get a few of them. You know, you get a platter of sanguichones, one of those sanguichinis. Mm. You bring it and you're like, all right, boom. Food is covered. Get Where the do I hangster. go? Where do I go? Get the oh, hangster. The hangster, bro. The hangster, bro. The hangster's next level. Yeah, that's, that whole, that's everything on the, everything is amazing. The hangster and the pastrami melt with provolone, they just hit different, bro. Yeah. Those, that's like, phew, I got to keep coming back. So you go there, you get your platter. You know, mm-hmm. you order your fights, you get your platter. That's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to watch Phil Davis. Mr. Wonderful, El Rey del South Bay. You know, I'm going to go watch him fight, you know? Mm-hmm. I got it. I need to get that Hanks, but no Hanks four pack. You got to get the sandwiches. Yep. You got to go to get the, bre- the beer here at the brewery, the Hanks, but no Hanks. Then you go home, you order, you take a picture, you send it our way, you know, we, we, we repost that shit. And it's like, it worked. Synergy, South Bay helping you South already Bay. Won. At that point, you already won. You supported two businesses. You supported a world champion, you know? Mm-hmm. You're at home doing both, handling right. it. Damn. That's right. I just pitched like a, 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 a commercial to somebody, bro. I, the campaign I don't know who the there. fuck I pitched it to, but that I, I just yeah. mid, mid podcast commercial. Boom! Yeah, brought to you by who? Let me tell you about Grasshopper. Grasshopper, my man. Grasshopper will let you stay home, do your thing, and they bring the fun to you. That's all I gotta say about that, bro. Nice. Ghbuzz.com. Fifty percent off in the mornings. And if you say Evil Brown, damn, dog, nice. we can have our own weed strain. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Don't say you, fool. That's you, too. <laughs> oh, I can't have a fucking associated. Emo Brown as a whole is going to have a weed strain. And I can't wait. We don't even smoke a lot. I don't smoke a lot of weed. I smoke a little bit. You know, at the end of the night, los esquinkles están dormidos. I'm like, as a wrap. Take the edge off. Just a little bit, you know? That's good. Yeah. Grasshopper. They bring it all together. That's awesome. (laughs) Before we got deviated from the marketing. (laughs) You know, Alex, did did you play sports growing up, soccer? No, I I never played until um, I played baseball in high school. What school did you go to? I went to Castle Park. Yeah. And um, yeah, I remember I tried out. Um, my friends said I made the team freshman year, but like I had a great issue. So I kind of like, nah, mm, you're a knucklehead. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I went, I went back my sophomore year and then made the team again. And yeah, I played a couple of years in JV and then, then I got to play, uh, my senior year of varsity and then I got to play at Petco. Yeah. What did you do what, at Petco? What position? Oh, what what position? Okay, so check this out. No, like, what I, position I, I, did yeah, you first play? Of all, oh, here, first, here was the thing. Oh, so shit. I left, didn't, I didn't play. Out. I didn't start. Oh, but I, I knew if, if there was gonna be a guy on base, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in. Pinch and runner. Like, I told everybody. I think, <laughs> I think leading up to the game, like the practices, are like, oh, we're gonna play Petco. I'm gonna steal base. Like everybody's gonna know. Like on the team, I'm stealing a base. And then I remember. Uh, my old pal Anthony Wiggins. He walked. He got on base, and they're like, "Okay, we need a runner." We were already down by five in the fifth inning. So I go in, and everybody's like, eyes are, are on me because he's like, he, "He's gonna go." He like, "I'm not gonna get a sign. I'm gonna go 
regardless. And I waited. A and couple, this was at Petco. Yeah, this was oh, at Petco. Shit. And here's the thing: we had fans. We actually had almost like I remember, like our whole class went. We had the band going. We had uh, Mar- we played against Mar Vista. We had Mar Vista fans there. It was almost like the whole infield, you know, the field. Yeah, level. the lower level. Yeah, it was like almost packed there. Damn, for you getting hype? Look at relax. Yeah, eh? and then like <laughs> I remember, go- I, I remember going in. Come with the Bishi El Bundy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. You're That's not talking about like- McCream, man. Come here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah El Bundy. Yeah, and then like I remember going in, and I, like the guy threw over, and I'm like, okay, I, I got to take a little. Bit, bit of a lead and then like i remember him throwing a curveball and then i seen like the 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 seams of it like kind of like go in slow motion i was like oh this ball's gonna hit the dirt this ball's gonna hit the dirt i'm gonna go and i i go and then like i thought the ball was gonna hit the dirt and go to the side of the catcher and it didn't it went off the catcher in front of home plate he picks it up and throws i was already on the plate so all i did was feel the tag on my back I was safe. Uh-huh. But all, all I hear from my coaches was, you're supposed to slide. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I, I had the bag. I'm like, but uh they called it a pass ball. That was that was the moment of your your, your childhood right yes, there, huh? Right That's there. the one you hold on to the most. And then That's awesome. Yeah, and then I got to third. They I think it was uh I think uh they hit it to the to the right side. So they hit it to the second base. They got the out, I think, and then I went to third. And so I was at home, and for a second there, I thought about stealing home, straight steal, because I knew, I kind of knew nothing against my teammates, but I knew they weren't going to bring me out. Damn, this fool is tapped in, bro. I this fool like, is I like so focused. I feel game. like he's more passionate about that moment yeah. than I am about that playoff yeah. game. Yeah, I think we just we just <laughs> lost the passion game, bro. This guy's going deep. Yeah, yeah. I just remember. Like, Are we therapy for him right this, now? He's, he's getting explains, it off his chest. This explains why he's so critical oh, of man. our Padre team. Our and their, and Padre and squad. I love the Padres, by the way. Lies, fake news, Dude, fake you got, news. You gotta apply next time they have an opening for whatever. You need to apply. We need to get you in there just to get rejected again. Oh. <laughs> how did how did you end up being an accountant? What are the roles for the the, the steps for you to become a, a, an accountant and then op- ultimately work for one of like the fucking top brands in the West Coast of California? Uh, yeah, of all of the U.S. Pizza Port. Um, well, I have a my degree in business. Uh huh. San Diego State. Uh, San Jose State. San Jose. And uh, I think that's it. <laughs> I had, I mean, I had some previous experience uh, working in an office and and I think that was it, really. And they kind of just, like, I, I, so here's the thing. I've never been so confident in a uh, interview. In my I life. remember you around that era. I remember you when you were telling us about yeah, that. Yeah, and like, I was like, damn, this fool really think you're going to get it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really felt so confident. Like I went in and like we had the interview and I felt very confident. And then they told me like, we'll probably like talk to some other candidates. But then like all of a sudden I got a ring in my phone when I was leaving and I didn't pick it up. I didn't like, I called back when I, when I got home and like it was them. I was like, yeah, you know, we're going to offer you the job. I was like, oh, all right. What felt better, stealing second at fucking Pego or getting that job oh, for pizza man, port? They f- both felt good. <laughs> Which one felt better, Kyle? Ah, there can man. only be one. I think there can only be one. Uh, I think the the pizza port. Hell yeah, fool. Felt better. Hell yeah. No, you know what? We this this industry for some reason it, it, it like it's like a magnet for it for like want people want to be a part of it. People want to be involved in like the brewing industry. I mean, San Diego um, often gets referred to as what the capital of craft as it relates to beer. 
So it's like, it's kind of like the Mecca where people really want to come. There's a few, few San Diego, I'd say Denver, and then like Portland. Like, I feel like those three are like the mega cities in the US when it comes to craft beer. So yeah, I mean, we're lucky enough to be a part of it, but it's like, I feel like there's that allure, you know? People want to be part of this industry. People want to like work at the brewery. Like, you know what? Yeah. People want to work at Three Punkeos and serve beer and serve like our customers and be like, become ultimately become somebody that everybody in the community knows, you know? Yeah. It just brings a certain kind of like attention mm-hmm. and people want that. Even as it relates to being in accounting, the back of house, you know, it's like yeah. just being a part of these brands that people are talking about. Like marketing, operations. Yeah. Mar- there's all, a lot of levels, stuff, yeah. you know? It's not just make beer, pour beer, sell beer. You know, it's like, all right, make beer, it. promote beer, build the beer, yeah. make sure people take home more than the beer, mm-hmm. you know? And then ultimately it's like, boom, boom, boom. You just created a whole network of things that need to get done to keep yeah. your thing growing. And I feel like that's where San Diego excels. You know, we we build our brands down here and ultimately it's yeah. it's alluring. It's a big, bright light and people want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. So when you probably got your job, I mean, oh, I'm going to get a job uh, for this. I don't know. Let's see. Fuck. I don't know. Something boring company. Dot com. I'm going to be their accounting or I can apply for Pizza Port, yeah. a brewery in San Diego. And they fucking kick it, kick ass, you know, at the beer they make. Yeah. You know, so that's, I feel like there's like, oh, there's, I'd rather take the pizza port job. And and that's what I like about it. And it's just pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. You made the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I've worked at court before and it's, it's, it's got its perks, but you know, you, you got to work for court. You got to work for somebody that's far away. You know, they don't get to see you, they, you know, they'll judge you because I'll be like, oh, what does this person do? Oh. We already have a person for that, so we're gonna get rid of this other person. That's essentially what happened to me because, like, that's what happened to a lot of people in the pandemic. They're like, "Oh, we can just get rid of some people." Or like, yeah, right. you could. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because that's what you know. That's kind of what happens in consolidation, bro. Of, like the decisions, they they just they're cutthroat. They're just like, "All right, we can chop this down, and we'll that way we save a bunch of money." You know? Do you enjoy being an accountant? Yeah, I mean, it's. it's it's kind of like the work I like to do. Plus, I think for Pete Sport, I get to do like a lot of other things. Like I get to analyze some other numbers yeah. and do a lot of that stuff that kind of like is what I liked about baseball. Like that's what I wanted to do for baseball. It's kind of like analytical. Oh yeah. Like look at stats and be like, okay, you know, we could bring in this player, bring in that player kind of stuff. You're, yeah. you're, you're a numbers nerd. Yeah. And yeah. I, I love that. And I know that cause I'm the fucking same way. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's, I love that shit mm-hmm. for me, anything related to numbers. And if there's like, you can see like, like certain patterns and stuff, whatever, like I enjoy that. Oh, you know, yeah. I enjoyed, I was in banking, you know, and like finance and operation wise. So mm-hmm. I saw numbers and I enjoyed that job, Oh yeah, you know? It's a boring profession, though, bro. Mm. Being, being an accountant. I mean, I, I think it kind of fits like my personality. Really, it's just like I like. Do you being, recommend it? Steady career, something for the young, young people uh, yeah. in our community to kind of like. Is that a goal that you recommend? It, 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 I think it kind of just depends with like a advancements in technology. It's kind of like one of those like um, probably some like a computer out there could probably do my job. Some like I don't know, but like down the line. But uh, I mean, I, I, if you feel like you can be like an analyst, you feel like you can make like good decisions based on the numbers you see, then like it, it probably is something you can get into. El vato. That sounds like your gambling strategy. It, there, everything has a strategy, Chiquilla. Oh, yeah. Everything has oh, yeah. a strategy. I finally, I lost last week. I know, that's why I brought it up. I lost last <laughs> week, bro. I lost. 
I was so I was getting used to just collecting envelopes, bro. Mm-hmm. Ah, ya llegó mi sobre. Arre. Ah, sobres. Ya llegó mi sobre. No hay pedo. Boom, take it home. You gotta lose, bro. You know, if you're gonna appreciate winning, you gotta you gotta recognize losing. There's only one way, homie. You can roll them eyes until the top of your cranium, but it's still it's the, it's the fucking truth. Oh man, I've been liking, bro. My vices. Before we get back to how we all got on this tangent, I, I love sports books, dog. I hey, I, I love it. I March get, Madness coming up, bro. I'm ready. We I feel doing, I feel like this has been. Doing, my, uh, we could. We have enough people. It. We have we're enough people to get it done. The bracket. We yeah. we definitely have enough to get it done. I get lost in that shit, bro. Right now, I've been prepping with the conference tournaments, you know, and even before that, it was winding down and it's getting aggressive to get to the like conference champions. So it, this last two months, yeah. I've been practicing for the fucking for, for March Madness. Dog. Mm-hmm. Like I'm ready. I know who's who. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, I've watched so many Murray State games. Uh, you know, like I've watched so many Davidson dogs. Doing research, yes, bro. Oh my God. And, and, and I'll be watching it, and I'll come down here in the office, and I'm hanging out doing the morning stuff, and I'll put it on, and it's like, oh, fucking Butler is playing, fucking I don't know, like uh, uh, Miami of Ohio. All right, let's see what cracks. What's going on here? It's La Rifa Manhattan University, bro. I bet on Seattle University last week. I didn't know who it was, but I saw the numbers and I saw the stats. I was like, they gonna win. Seattle Universe, and they won. Uh, <laughs> I like numbers. Numbers play a part in all of that shit. And then it's awesome. What did you study? Uh, it was communications. Yeah. yeah, but it was like, I started banking. My mom, is, uh, she was in government lending. Uh, so like the lineage was there, like just get into banking, do this. You know, I went to little school, did that. And and always worked in, in, in banking and then finance and then operations. So that was my background is that, you know, yeah. talking shit to people mostly. You got a degree in that, huh? And talking shit. I, I, I want to say that I have a PhD <laughs> player in shit talkery. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I created a PhD shit talkery. There you go. A PhD in shit talkery. <laughs> See, bro. Nice. Yeah, that's good, man. What's good? Everything. Everything. Life. <laughs> Life. We're good. We're here. Still doing it. I got my vaccine today is why we started all this. Mm-hmm. This all originated earlier an hour ago. Um, is that you already got your first shot mm-hmm. and you're going to get your second shot. You do what? Within 21 days of taking that first shot. Un yeah. So in about a week, I'll nice. get my second one. And then at that point, it's like 95% efficient. Uh, yeah, but I believe five was in the know? mid nineties. Yeah, 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 somewhere in there. And at that point, do you feel comfortable coming out of your house and, uh, and being more interactive in the community? Not, not or, right away. Or are you going right to still? Away. Not right away because I think it, it also matters that everyone else does what they need to do, right? Like that everyone else gets whatever vaccine you end up getting, whether it's the one shot and you're done. Or the two-shot Moderna that apparently makes you feel not too good for a little bit. Right? Like, yeah. and, and I think, too, it comes down to, like, every person has their own reaction. But as long as you get something, right, it guarantees that you won't expire. And it keeps everyone around you safe, too. But the, also, the other part that's still true is that you, it doesn't make you immune. What? Right? Like, you can be a carrier. You whoa, can still... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Test positive. They injected that juice in my arm saying that was a superhero. Nah, homie. Not yet. 
No, like, and that's something that actually, like, today at school, we had a walkthrough as we get ready to welcome students back at a larger scale. Like, when's right that happening? We have uh, small groups. April 12th for us. Okay. And May 3rd it, seems to be a, a date of, that's getting thrown around. Yeah. April 12th is it locally is, is the day they're going to bring students back in some capacity, not full on like before. Are you guys ready? We're getting there. There's things that we need to do in our building to, you know, prep the classrooms, measure everything out so everyone's socially distanced. And the, the thing that came up today is that even though most of the adults will be vaccinated and, and have both of their shots so they'll be fully vaccinated, um, it's still possible for us to test positive. And so they're going to set up a, a testing site within our campus for us to get tested and, you know, if, if someone does test positive. So all the proper it. precautions you notice are getting yeah, put into play. because if, if, if it does happen, then we need to know so we ASAP. spread, right? Exactly. And that's, that's the biggest thing. And I feel like I hope that people, as everything starts to open up, which is great, and as more people get vaccinated, which is awesome, yeah. that we're also still aware that the risk is, is still exists, you know? But risk... It's always going to be there, bro. If yeah. it's not one thing, it's going to be another. Of course. Like right now it's this, so we got to focus on this, you know? Yeah. And that's why I wanted to get my vaccine. As soon as they announced it and they said that our industry was included, we put out a message, you know, into our, like our work group chat, like, hey, this is available. And yeah, like everybody flocked to it and, and got Good. it done. We went today, we did the Johnson & Johnson. So that's the one and done. Yeah. And um, for better or for worse, whatever you believe or not, I just think it's like for me and my peeps, it's the best decision we can take. You know, I, I, I have yeah. elders, elders in, in La Familia, with my abuelita, we have 93, 94, you know, like my suegros, my, my parents. It's like, you know, we're, I just want to make sure I'm not the catalyst for shit going yeah. the wrong way, you know? And now that we took this, I feel like, okay, cool. And, and it ensures that, or it makes it more likely that we get past this more quickly. Yeah, you we'll know, see. and that that we can return to somewhat of what we remember life to be. Bitch, I want to go to the Padre games, dog. Yeah, that's coming Bro, up too. I want I, I want to be able to do those things, you know. Yeah. And right now, it looks like we're we're on the right track. Everybody seems to be hype about getting their vaccine. You know, it's like okay, cool. I mean, if that can only take us to to the more positive side of things right now, then let's get yeah. on board and go, go that way. And it's almost like a year ago. When I first came on, right, like we had just gone into yeah. lockdown, yeah, and we were talking about graduations. Oh, yeah. And and for me, what's exciting right now is that it's looking like maybe we might be able to do something, not like it used to be, right, but something that is closer in person, to, yeah, and more like what it used to be. So if we could do that, that'll be amazing because this year's senior class. You know, uh, uh, everywhere they haven't had anything. Yeah, zero. Uh, not a single day on campus yet. You know, not a single dance. Nothing. Not not like for the schools that have sports. You know, homecoming. That's all those true. things. That, These are experiences that they're gonna miss out on for once in a lifetime, right? Yeah. And, and so whatever Senior we can night recover prom. for our seniors, like that's what we're pushing for, and that's what I'm really excited for. That's and good. That's why I also hope that. That people continue to take this seriously, you know, whatever your thoughts are about a vaccine and it's political, yeah. microchips, whatever conspiracy theory you think, like still get it because it'll keep us all moving forward. 
And I think in particular for the kids. You Except know? flat earthers, bro. Who? Flat earthers. Well, no. We, they, can, they can stay in their lane. <laughs> La mama. They can get the vaccine. Go ahead. If you're if you a flat oh earther, just don't, don't get the vaccine. Oh bro. You need more than that shit. I hope. I mean, I hope we don't have none of them in San Diego. <laughs> flat earthers? Oh, papin. We're here? Yeah. That's awesome, bro. Oh, dang it. Wow. I see his, bro. Because yeah. I just, I, I want to go to Potter Games. Yeah. We yeah. didn't go to any last year. You know, I'm a fucking season ticket holder. I, I you know, it's like I just if, if this if doing these things, checking these boxes all ultimately lead to us hanging out, sitting there watching Fernando Tatis like flex on somebody with a bat flip, you know, I'm sitting down. We're fucking having a beer. I don't know. Maybe having something from Phil's barbecue at the stadium, because if you haven't been to Peco, dick drop moment. We have the best food and we have the best beers mm-hmm. and cocktails. And all the majors, bro. I don't give a shit what people say. We're going to have a great team on the field. And the Petco experience, it's like, bro, you have fucking legit top-line cuisine, dog. You know? You have a little of everything. And beer, you know, it's like we have, like, pizza port and shit options. We can go and get Carl Strauss whenever we want, you know? Like, we can go in there and get modern times. All everything. Whatever you want, you know? And it's like you're at a fucking beer festival every night watching the pottery game, eating bomb ass food i miss that you know so if me getting that vaccine that johnson and johnson is getting us closer to that that's what i want my kids want to go to these games yeah we take them and they're like okay daddy uh it's hot chocolate because we're, we're going to a night game i said yeah oh, like nice. you know like it did they know it's like it, it became a thing and then last year we didn't have it so i'm stoked to get even a glimpse of like oh shit we might have it you know we, we might we might get a little taste of what's going on so if that, all these things that we're doing, precautions, you know, making sure we're adhering to whatever's re- regulation is required wherever yeah. you're at. And just, you know, if taking the vaccine helps us fucking, I'm for it. Yeah. I would never tell part. somebody else like, dude, motherfucker. I'm be right. like, yo, bad, dog. Yeah. You know, I know what I need to do for my family and what we want to do. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do your research. Yeah. Talk to people. Don't let anybody talk you into that shit. No. Either like way. Ask questions. You know, I know there's a lot of hesitation. I was hesitant at first too, but I was too. Yeah. You know, the more I talk to friends that are in the medical field and at school, you know, I have, we have a lot of parents that are in the medical field. The more I talk to them and the more they, they taught me about what the reality is. Like I felt comfortable. And Good. up until now, other than not being able to sprint, I feel good. Hey, wait, not the kid. I don't want to burst your bubble, dog. Mm-hmm. But you were tumbling on the field even before you had your shots, dog. That's not a vaccination yeah. thing, bro. That's nah, that, that, like uh, a cheek day. I'm 41. The game before ahead, I was yeah. okay. Go ahead. Okay. Bro. I mean, I gave a pass to Go the ahead. wrong guy. And then what did he do? And then what did he do? <laughs> he may or may not have scored. Oh, he did, young but, man. But what, how did I make we up We lost that it? game. Oh. We lost that game. How did I make up for it? I don't know. You missed the next game? What did you do? <laughs> I pressed the guy and he scored. That's what we call <laughs> yeah. in baseball. I scared a guy into kicking it into I, his own I goal. did a cheek <laughs> Maybe all. Here, keep. Oh, my bad. He Damn, probably thought bro. I was you playing defense. <laughs> and he kicked. Hey, man, I ain't going to talk shit. My defense, my, <laughs> that was the match. That was the match. I, I, uh, the, the turf was wet, dog. The <laughs> turf was wet. <laughs> I, I, I stretched and I, oh, I feel like I overstretched my hamstring. And then some fool looked at me and kind of went, <laughs> and I was like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, nah, fool. Yeah, that, that was our whole thing. Yeah, and I was like, man, you're going to fucking laugh at me, giggle, because I like overran some shit. I'm like, stretch. 
I was crying inside because it hurt. And then this little fucker's looking at me like, <laughs> and I was like, all right, bitch, all right. You know, so that's when you said that I was playing a little aggressive. As soon as that happened, I was like, all right, motherfucker, I'm coming at you. Boom, I'd keep coming at him. Boom, I'd take a little swipe at his calf until they got buttered. And then I got pulled off. I was like, I'm going to go off. I, I pushed it a little too much. But yeah, dog, yeah. come on. We're old. <laughs> a little bit. Not quiet. Let, let's get back Almost. to, I, I want to get back to the normalcy. Yeah. Pecco, you got season tickets this year. Or where am I tripping? Did you or no? I'm hoping to. Oh, oh you, what's the process yeah. right now? As someone who's been a season ticket holder before all the hype. Yeah, like as someone who's been a, you know, an appointment for an appointment to the other appointment. We'll see. We'll welcome uh, you guys. You know, you, you you knew guys into this. Uh, rookies. I considered new rookies. guy, but I had, I had to. Go ahead. Back in 2015. Uh-huh. Yeah. The first type. There it the is. There it is. Yeah. So I had 20, from 2015 to 2017, I had tickets. And then I came back home, was unemployed for a little bit, and then struggled. Kind of kind of like. Forgot about hey, that's it. That's a dick swing, bro. Look at you. Like, you know, I was an employee, yeah, but then I started know, working at Pizza Party. You know what, dog? I, was, I wasn't I'm there going to get a season ticket pass yeah, at the Petco you know. Park. <laughs> I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be awesome. Gonna be great. Bro, I love... Okay. It's gotten progressively busier at Petco, bro. Oh, One, yeah. Once upon a time that we'd go to games and like you could be like... Just whispering to whoever, for me, it's my, my cuñado. And just kind of whispering over to him, like, hey, and like, everyone just turns around and looks at you like, oh, shit. There's nobody yeah, here. The, they heard the me. Hesse you know, like, they, fucking, it was like, oh, man, they fucking heard me. You know, until like last, the last season, uh, 2019, before we didn't allow anything. Bro, it was hype. It was an experience. There was those tailgates in, in the shitty areas around Peco, inside the parking structure or outside in that little Lexus like parking lot. Like there was like tailgating at a pottery game. People were getting hype. It's like, oh shit, Manny Machado. Oh shit, Fernando Tatis Jr. You know, it's like, you just felt it. So I'm thinking as soon as we open again this season with all the hype around it, they said that they sold 2 million season, uh, season tickets in like a weekend. I was like, oh shit. It's going to be bananas. So now that they've announced, like, I oh, we're going to allow this many people. We're going to allow that many people. It's like, I looked. I was like, oh, fuck. We've been here since, like, 2012, 2000. We, we good. Like, we're going to get. So, yeah, we got an email saying you guys have access to all of the games. So if you opt in and just, just say that you, you want to accept this. Because, you know, there's going to be people who are season ticket holders that don't want to go to the games, you know, for their reasons as well. It's like, okay, I don't feel safe. I have an elder at home, whatever. But then there's us. I'm like, fuck. By then, my vaccine has fully kicked in, you know? I'm still going to adhere to the precautions. But I get to watch fucking Fernando Tatis Jr., Manny Machado, fucking you Darvish, dog. I get to watch Blake Snell. All these dudes, like, playing right there. And it's like, fuck, yeah. It's one thing is watching it at home. But imagine some of the games we watched last season, like, on TV, if we watch them at Peco, bro. Otro pelo. I remember, like, the, the clinch day. Do you remember the clinch day? I think I it do. was against the, the Mariners. The that day, uh, I think the the whole park would have just exploded. It just would have been hyped. Well, imagine I think game that was three. Will, that was Will Ma the Will Myers home run, right? That, yeah, that, yeah, that won it. Yeah. Well, imagine game three of of the St. Louis oh, Cardinal wild card, bro. That, that game too. three after oh, we're yeah. down one nil, and then pa pa pa, bro. Those games, like that's all. It's nowhere near the Manchester United. Stomping all over Liverpool, fucking annihilate, embarrassing them. It has nothing on that yet. Hopefully this season. But until then, that shellacking of Liverpool, you know, fake champions. 
<laughs> that will always reign supreme in my memory bank, dog. But hopefully now with the new product that the Padres have, hopefully we'll get close. close. Imagine, dog. Imagine like go. It's it's fucking Trevor Bauer, dog, against you, Darvish, or Blake Snell, mm-hmm. or Denilson Lamet, el que quieras, porque estamos next level right now. Top two teams, Dodgers, Padres. Fucking Trevor Bauer hated right wing fronter, like hardcore, kind of like aggressive and cocky guy. Oh, look at it. Struck these guys out with one eye open. Uh, I was closing my eye, you know? And then the Padres, a young team, fucking ignorant. We don't know how to win because we've never fucking won before, you know? So they're just like dick swinging. Like, this is just how we do it. I'm going to fucking bat flip until I done. I can't bat flip no more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like these two teams, bro. It's going to be like, it's going to be hype all season. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm going to sell all my season tickets to all the time. <laughs> Get some money, hey, bro. We know the one guy, the one guy that's going to do it this season. Fuck yeah, dog. You know how much money you'd come back on those season tickets? Quickly. Be like, oh, what? Dodgers Padres? Sold. 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 They're good seats too, bro. Oh, oh I can't wait. Yeah. I ain't selling these tickets, bro. I'm fucking taking the kids. I'm going with the cuñado. <sighs> That's the one thing that gets me hyped, dog. Yeah. Of all of the things, or not hype, but it gets me hyped that we're getting closer to it. But it's like the one thing that affected the whole family the most, you know, is like, fuck, we can't go to pottery games. Mm-hmm. We can't go like our little summertime fun, you know, and take the kids, you know, get them their nachos and, nieve and watch the game outdoor on a Sunday, on a yeah. Saturday, you know, it's like, oh, on a fireworks tonight, you know, it's like they love those things. Now that that, whether they like it or not, bro, they're pottery fans. Their, their only experience is the Padres. Yep. All three of them have a Manny Machado jersey, dog. Nice. You know, Manny Machado. Who's your favorite player? Manny Machado. Manny Machado. It's like, all right, cool, whatever. So it's like, it's that now. I've turned my kids into me when I was their age. You know, it's like, my dad showed me the Padres, and it's like, okay, I'll take that from you, daddy. Thank you very much. Yeah. And now I'm like, boom. Mm-hmm. Sonny, Jackie, Ollie, you guys are now Padre fans, yeah. whether you like it or not. And yeah, yeah. bro, they like it. Thank yeah. God. Fuck, yeah. imagine if you had a Dodger fan as a fucking kid. No cierto, no se me agüiten. Dodger, Padres, just all love, but I can't wait. Fuck, emo brown night at the stadium if it's allowed. Yeah, oh, on that big dog, screen. Dog. Ooh, we got to get a sweet. Once it's ready. Hey, we got to get a sweet. You wore a buffet, okay. dog. <laughs> I'm down, though. I'm down. No, you're not. Bro. Just for that, you're not getting in. Please. <laughs> you can be down in your season tickets. The rest of us and Alex. Alex, take yeah. them with you because the rest of us going to be in the suite. Take them with you, fool. Doc. So Cox Cable always hooks us up. All right? Here at the at the Tasty Room, they do all our Wi-Fi and they do everything that we have in the, in the Tasty Room. The TVs, everything is through Cox. So we've been with them since day one. So our, our representative, she'll, she'll give us like suites like three times a season. Oh. You know, three, four times. So we can get a fucking sweet dog, and they load it up with all the Budweiser you can drink. Ooh. Yeah, top notch, only the oh. best for you. You know, but don't be your polite. Put up your Budweiser and Coors. <laughs> but you know what? It's beer. It's loaded in the yeah. fridge, and they got all the fryer franks you can eat. Really? They're everywhere, dog. Every snack you ever wanted is there. It's awesome. And then they have that little overlay that goes like outside of inside the suite. Then there's like outdoor seating, like a little stadium bleacher seating. But you're outside, but you're over people, so you're right at like level of the of the field. Yeah, it looks amazing. It does. I can do that for you, but you're dick, so no. <laughs> no yeah. way. Go ahead. Since you're being so humble, 
We've been in the city suite. Oh. And let me tell you, it's everything you just said. Uh-huh. Is that awesome? Oh, yeah. I can't wait. It's awesome. Can we do that? If we join forces, like every game be a sweet game, bro. Dang, every <laughs> game. It's like, every oh, game now. That's sweet Now life. you're talking about big time money, but I was just saying once. I'm down for fun. once. It's fine. I'll, I'll make, I'll do I'll reach out to whoever we can. I mean, I definitely, find. after that that time we got invited for, for like the community work we were doing. And like, once you're there, it's like, dang. Next level. I don't want to go back to Ever regular again. seats. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Bro. You don't have to go anywhere. It's all there. The restroom's there. Yeah. The kitchen you is there. You don't have to go nowhere. Oh, you know, it's getting a little chilly outside overlooking Petco. Let me go inside and watch it on this 150-inch fucking screen <laughs> on the wall, on bro. the couch. <laughs> I got PG couch is massaging you. Yeah. It's an awesome experience. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, we got to do that. We got to imagine. Well, Cox is going to take us, so we're oh, They here. better. Yeah, bro. We, we stuck with them throughout this whole pandemic. Oh, we still hear Cox Cable. They did a commercial with us. Nice. Um, oh, we I, definitely. Where did I put it? I put it on uh, on our YouTube channel. The the, oh, nice. the yeah. So on the YouTube channel, if you go to Hemo Brown, they I, Cox Cable did a commercial, and I'm like, I'm my dumbass. Oh, you know, Cox Cable is an intricate part of our operation on a daily basis because of the Wi-Fi and blah blah. And I was like, damn, bien weeny el vato. I know, sell out. But it was like it, the, it, Cox Cable came down here and they did like this, this was like three years ago. Jesus Christ. Oh wow. Yeah. When you first opened? Yeah, like when we first opened, I was wearing a like a weird uh, pineapple shirt. I used to wear pineapple shirts a lot. Yeah. I'm going to get a back into that. Fizz. Yeah, I'm going to get back into that, dog. Why? Because it's awesome. Yeah. That's a Bonita thing, huh? I guess. I don't have puka shells, though. That's a Bonita thing. Puka <laughs> shells. We got down. Right. Bitch, I got Dang, some I got some bitchy sugar, Ray. Like, I just want to fly. That's puka shells, I don't for sure. 90s Bro. For real. Puka yeah. shells, always a backpack. Where are you going? It doesn't matter. It's coming with me. The backpack's yeah, always that's on. That's still a thing. That's yeah. still a yeah. thing. The, the, the puka shells, uh, the vans, probably still a thing too, yeah. huh? And like a band shirt or whatever. That yeah. was the look. That was me, you know? Yeah. Weenie, Monday through Thursday. On Friday, I would rock my boots, bro. I don't give a fuck. I was weird. I was weird. What kind of boots? Dude, I, whatever. Boots? No, 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 no. Botitas da. De las picudas. Damn. Las con mala intenciones da. You know, botitas like nah, I never went. Ah, maybe, uh, maybe. So yeah, bro, on yeah. Friday I go in vaquero, dude. I had my rayon, my rayon shirt. You know, because back then rayon floral print. I got down Versace, but still, it <laughs> there was but it, the, but it felt like, bro, there was the Versace wearing all fools at the school, bro, oh, well, bro, course, and Bonita, dog. Hey, we had some kids of the bosses out there, and they would always be. There was one dude. Fuck, I don't know. There was one dude. There was one dude. And it was always dressed dressed to the tees. And we we're like, damn. Even then I was like, this was not like us. This was different, bro. This was wearing like, he's wearing them picudo boots, dog. The ones with the little platinum tip, you know? <laughs> oh, those were a thing too, remember? Oh, man, dude, on Fridays I was weird. I remember now. I was like, I me siento piteado y todo el pelo. Shit. Where are your botitas ahorita? I have boots. I still have boots. It's Friday. Ah, oh, but today was a long day, dog. Today was, oh. I, I got back. I can't be in a 80 degree weather, sunny San Diego, in the dead of winter, getting a shot on my arm <laughs> in fucking boots, bro. Why not? You got to get in style. <laughs> Those things are after hours things, bro. Like, you know, if I'm down here and I'm interviewing el fucking Tacos El Vaquero or somebody in a band, I'm going to bring them. I'm wearing my boots. 
We just hit with the homies after getting a vaccine. I'm wearing Adidas, dog. Comfy. Relax. Comfort over style. Brought to you by Emo Brown. Emo Brown. We Very have nice. a meeting on Sunday. We have our uh, monthly uh, foundation nonprofit meeting on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, I will let you in. I mean, what, what are we talking about this weekend over there? We're going to, we're going to go over uh, scholarships. Because if you guys have noticed, there's been a lot. Thank you. There's been a lot of new Patreoners that have joined the crew in, in the last week. Um, we're starting to get up there. But more importantly, we're working on setting up the foundations for the, uh, or the, sorry, the, the blueprint for the scholarships. So I have a cousin who is involved with a scholarship program in Berkeley, and she's going to be joining us at the our Sunday, our monthly meeting for the nonprofit. And She's going to kind of give us the blueprint on what we need to do to get these scholarships going. Because, bro, yeah. before we know it, it's going to be end of the year. Yeah. And, and we're going to be like, oh, fuck, yeah. we got to. So, like, people who are Patreon, all of that and what we donate here as our crew and what we fundraise on the outside, all of these numbers, the Patreon numbers, the sponsorship numbers, like the money that we all generate and raise, fundraise, you know, um, all of that goes to funding the scholarships, you know, all of that goes to getting you guys merch get sent back to you. So, I mean, that's awesome, bro. Like when I see our, 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 our Patreon and people following us and like, bro, here it is. I can't wait to be a part of the scholarship fund. I can't, you know, like they're about that. So this Sunday, our meeting is going to be like, it's going to be cool. That's why I want her to come. Yeah. She's going to like take our, cause you know, everyone in our group has fucking bright ideas and is a big personality. And it's like, this is what we got to do. And la la la. But I, I feel we, we need somebody to harness it all in and bring it together as it relates to the scholarships. So she's going to do that. She's going to tell us what we need to do. We're going to start banking all this cash. We're going to start funding these scholarships and it's going to be awesome. Yep. Awesome. Exciting times. Nothing more will be more epic than that shit. That's right. Well, there actually might be a little project we're working on right now that could. That too. That could. It might be wild, but anyway, you never know. I mean, fool. I, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I'll light a candle. Something. I'm gonna light a candle. Something's gonna happen. I'm gonna light a candle. And if this if this move that we're thinking of right now, like we're not yeah. saying it, we're looking at each other and we're telling each other about it. Mm-hmm. If Go it goes ahead. through. Go ahead. Oof. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be next level. And I think, but you know what? Ever since uh at least I got to know what you were all doing over here and we were trying to do our thing too and I think everything has stayed community and, and building up. That'll and never change. The people that, that have been coming in and or have been a part, but maybe are now stepping up a little more, like it's moving in a good direction where- There's momentum, bro. We're putting it back, you know? And I think even earlier when you asked Alex, like, hey, you know, talk about being an accountant. What is that like? I think the more conversations we could have about- Those are the good ones. Life after high school and like, you know, what can people do? Yeah. Like that's what it's all about. I make it a point now. Like if when I talk to a business owner, when I talk to somebody, you know, in a prominent role in the community, when I talk to anybody, a fucking dad who's providing for his kids, like, you know, everybody has a blueprint on how they're doing it. You know, I mean, there's a lot of options, but yet there's not always a blueprint readily available on becoming an accountant. You know, somebody uh, becoming a business owner and, and, and running your own architecture firm. You know, like you got to actually link up with people who are doing it. Like they're proactive about it. They're operating day to day. Get up, think about it, go to sleep, still on your mind. Like it's there. You're just operating as a small business owner 24-7. Like we got to, if we if we can 
keep that conversation going. Like, how did you get to where you are? How do I do that? I want to do that. Like, how did you do it? I want to, what you're doing, I want to do it. What do I need to do to get there? Yeah, that that knowledge that you're providing, that's that's big, especially to somebody, let's say they're like a first year, you know, first time college student, right? Uh, first in their family, right? They they don't know. Like they, they have no idea what they got into because I, I didn't know. Like that that's how I went. I spent like a few years at, at Mesa College and then I transferred to San Jose State. So that those resources those resources are very valuable. No no path is gonna be the same. Yeah, exactly. It's like I, I, I talk to people, I was like, Oh well, I mean, how do you make a beer? And it's like it's four ingredients, you know, it's water, it's grain, it's fucking uh yeast and, and hops. But if you give these same four ingredients to like, I don't know, even 10 brewers, you're going to have 10 different kinds of beer. Exactly. You know, like it's the tools are there. What you do with them is up to you, mm-hmm. you know? And I just think that that's cool. If it's, and that's a group that we've assembled, bro. That, that's a good, that's a good yeah. group, bro. I think and, we take that for granted. The, the one thing I want to emphasize though is for people that look like us, talk like us, grew up like us, the yeah, more we, we can talk? share, share our talk? stories is important, right? And like when we met with Bobby Tribal, you know, hearing how he started and how he's maintained all these years and even for what Three Punks is doing, you know, being a young company and, and already achieving some of the things that you've all done, like it's important to continue to share those stories so that the, the folks that are coming up behind us can continue to do that or, you know, start something that breaks the mold, right? And and I think when we talk about college, there's a, a big piece too of like being the first in our families to go or or being people that like you are one of few on your campus. And obviously every campus is different, but I know a lot of campuses around the country still look a certain way, you know? And I just spoke to a, a recent graduate from my high school that, you know, is feeling that I, I talk different these other students do this. They 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 speak nice, you know. They read books. And speak like, nice, fool, damn. You know, and and that's why that's why I said that people that talk like us, because what I said to the students, like, yo, like they might be listening to you, thinking like, dang, like that person sounds so cool. I want to be like them. And here you are thinking like they sound good because they talk boring, you that's know. And, yeah. And it's like it just depends how you look at it, but the more we can have these conversations of like, I did that, I went through it and these were my challenges. Yours might be different. Normalize it. But it, it's, it's possible. Then we have people that are going off and doing things that are different, but they don't feel like they don't belong. You know, because I, I think we still have a lot of our youth that, that go to, whether it's higher education or other paths that they choose and feel like, well, like, Maybe I'm. Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I'm not prepared for this. Yeah. You know, or all these other, you know, things that come into our minds, and it's it's also, I think, a natural human instinct, right, to feel fear or anxiety, and and especially now, I feel like there's so much more mental health stuff that's happening that causes folks to freeze up. But the more we talk about it, the more we are open with what what our truths are and, and how we've done things and share more of that information. Don't try to keep it to yourself, you know, cause it's not like sharing our, our experiences isn't going to take anything off of your table or food off your plate. Like there's enough for everybody. Always. So keep sharing your stories. 
I'm what? excited for what's going to happen next. Hell yeah. That's true. I'm very excited. Dude, we, we, we're in an upward trajectory. Sometimes I don't real. I don't think we all realize like how awesome like this is developed, you know, it's just kind of slowly developed from doing a dumbass podcast where we actually actually brought cool people in like business leaders, community leaders, you know, and just kind of develop that. And then ultimately like start fundraising and, and, you know, building towards something, a foundation, a charity, you know, it's like, I don't think I, I take a step back and realize, Oh fuck, that's cool. You know, like yeah. this is, this is, this is bigger than just like this. It's just, we're just doing something that feels good to do. And we, yeah. can, and we can and do. we and we can do it yeah. too. Yeah, because typically you you think of foundations, you think of all these other organizations, and it's not that they don't exist from our own communities. It, it it's not that our own people don't do these things. It's just it's not visible. You know, most of us like don't talk about it. Like we don't see it. And I think how do we make some of these things visible? Not in like a look at me, look at what I'm doing type of thing, but like more in educating and, and showcasing what we're capable of. Cause that's what this is really about. Do it. You know, if, if we can do this, so can you. And let me, let me show you what I went through. You know, and that, those were some of the early conversations you and I had of like, if you could teach me anything about the things that you're doing and starting a business and like the licenses and this and that, like, those are the things that for most of us, like, damn, it's a big hill to climb. And Huge. Like, Oof, I don't know if I could do this now. I want to give up. do all these papers and Too much. go to all these offices. Man. And then you talk to someone that's like, wait, talk to this person. Go to this yeah. office. Like, boom, you're done. You know, but too often we're trying to do it all by ourselves. Yeah. You know, and, and some of our, I, I keep going back to the youth because that's that's where I'm at right now, right? And And when I talk to our seniors, so many of them feel like, they have to figure it out on their own. I got this. I know what I need to do. Like, yo, don't forget you can reach out for help though. Like, I'm here for you. Whatever I can do to help you. Like, just let me know. I know you can do it. It's not a question, but you don't have to do it alone. Yeah. You know, and I feel like the more we could get that into people's heads, reach out for help, ask questions. If you're feeling something, let someone know. That's what really matters. And I feel like in, in terms of education, that's where I hope education can evolve to because the way we all learned is the way it was set up who knows how long ago. And the infrastructure changed. has always been there. Right? It's been the same all these years yep. for whatever reason, but we're not the same. Our society has evolved. We as people have evolved. The way industry works in our in our country has evolved. Technology so, has evolved. Technology is way constant evolved. evolution. And and even yeah. like to your point earlier, right? Accounting, shoot, like there might be a computer program that yeah. could do that real soon. Real if soon. Not already. Wow. Yeah. You know, so so where like but those are real questions. So mm -hmm. what are we doing? Like if we're still sending people off and, and charging them a hundred grand mm -hmm. to go to school to become an accountant, yeah, only only for that to be obsolete, like like we need to shift, right? Like entrepreneurial skills. Like, like there's so many other things that matter and that we know now, like if you look back, you know what has brought you to this point, mm -hmm. communication skills, confidence, you know, being able to problem solve critical thinking. Those are the things that we should focus on. So I'm, on I'm on a campaign right now. And Handle it. Everyone I talk to, I've been planting those seeds of like, we need to like rethink our education, and at least I work at a school where we have a little bit of freedom 
towards being able to do something like that. I know some of our colleagues in, in traditional settings are bound to other, other, you know, restrictions, but I, I, I think it's time that we talk about that too. Like, why are we, why are we doing the same thing? And, and I think especially right now, what I've seen is, is traumatic, you know, like trying to teach kids the same way we were teaching them 10 years ago over zoom. On it doesn't fit. Like, it doesn't fit. No. Yeah. You know, and there's too much happening. There's too much happening. And, you know, like, I don't know if everybody notices this, but like gun violence has risen. You know, there there has been more violence in our communities, more people dying from violence than in years past. More domestic violence. We talk when we more o- domestic and, violence. Yeah, anytime like, we tap into David Oyo's now, he's just got recently promoted to lieutenant here at Chula Vista PD. I hit him up. I said, What's going on? What are the trends? Where are we at? He's like, Everything's up, bro. Fucking homicide, domestic violence. So, you know, yeah. like things are up. Yeah, it, it, it health, hasn't been like, this crazy for for a minute. And it's there's like, a lot of things that that I feel like that's where again, like school plays a big part in in the success of our communities, and I think it should address the things that are happening and and how do we help individuals become more aware of who they are, you know. My name's Chicle, and I'm running for city council. <laughs> <laughs> way. No, no. <laughs> I, I love. We gonna get you there. I love what hey. I'm doing right now, though. Hey, bitch, we'll get you there. I love what I'm doing. Why can't like, you do both? Because I wouldn't be able to do home visits with students. Why not? Hype them up. Why? You know? Because that's a whole nother level of. Do it, bro. Uh, Where's your commitment at? You can do both, <laughs> bro. I got you. I'll back hey, you. I'm with time, you. The last time we talked about this, I went and applied. I did like a forty. Go ahead. Application. Tell, remind us. Remind yes. us. And then what you like you, you like bailed out on me. I did. I actually talked to my family, bro. I know I, you did. I, I talked, talked to I, mine too. Yeah, and my family told me no. <laughs> yeah. I talked to my, I remember I talked to my mom, yeah. I talked to my mom, my my wifey, and we were like, hey, you know what? I'm thinking about doing this. Mm-hmm. And both of them like, you know what? Where's your priority at? Where's your time? You know, you have a family, you have this, you're already, you're already uh, putting out more than you than you can put in. So it's like with the, you know, with everything, they like, hey, you can mock me with that nasty <laughs> ass fucking face all you want, but it's the truth. And it's like, nah, the, I, I respect yeah, that. Yeah. And, and I thought, I'm just and saying, I wanted it, you know, but I mean, ultimately I got to take it to my tribe, bro. Yeah. I, it's, it's not just me, you know, nobody, if, if I just did everything that I fuck I wanted to do without like going back to but the here, council, <laughs> you know, listen. the other thing though that people need to, to know is like, there's no, there's no guarantees. Like we put our names out there. It doesn't mean we're going to get it, but I, I think, but that, I mean, you're happens, cheekly, bro. What happens when we keep putting our <laughs> names out there? Then People we, go remember. They're going to remember. And then everyone that saw that we went for it, they're going to consider going for it too. And so I think it's, not, it's not just about us getting in. It's about us making it a thing of like, yeah. let's try to get in. Create and that as path. Soon as one of us gets in, then hold that fucking door open so that the rest of us can run through and do. Pass me the notes how you got there. Open the next door, you know, and that's how it works. That's and the that, goal. That's what I told this kid who's in college feeling like, ah, oh, you know what? Like I'm having these feelings. And, and I told him like, maybe our responsibility and my responsibility is to hold the door open for you. And then you're going to hold it open for the next person. And we're going to do this because at some point we got to break away from that mentality that we don't belong, you know, because we do. And and there's so many people that have already gotten there, like homeboy that was an astronaut, you know, first yeah. Latino astronaut. He's been on the news lately. Like, like he did that. So where's the next one, right? Like who's the next person? 
who's already on that path. Like it's let's, intimidating, let's, bro. let's highlight them because there's people already moving. There at the goal. There's people already going, you know, and, and why do we wait to share those stories to like, yeah, he's retired or he's already, oh, check him out. He's already on the moon. Like, let's talk about him now. You know, so that, that's kind of where I'm at. Let's seek those guys out. So that's why I keep saying, Alex, I'm not San Diego Padres, yeah. here we come. He's why not get us into the front office. Why not? I'm gonna be sitting in the dugout one day. I got a. We got a homie. We got a homie. Thanks to Alex that has ties now to the ownership of the Padres. You know, oh, yeah. we do. Sorry, Alex. I don't know if you Go remember. Ahead. I ain't gonna. Ah, fuck. I don't know if I could drop his name and just. Don't uh, don't drop his name. I won't name. Name, But it's. But you're telling me I'm but a cold dugout. <laughs> yeah, you, you. We could, but I'm. I'm more referring to like, bro. Like, aquí un compatog here from the South Bay. Have him on the podcast. How did he's he already, end up there? He's already been on the podcast. Uh, oh, I just don't want to oh. blow. I, I don't want to. I don't know what the level of secrecy yeah, yeah, or whatever. Okay, okay. So I mean, but this, this homie, you know, he's a homie. We all yeah. know, yeah, you know, and 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 now he's they, the Padres reached out to him. Ownership, nice. motherfucker, not like like ownership, yeah. not even marketing or this. Uh, like ownership, reached out to him, sent him an email. I was like, well, fuck. And he's like, bro, I go in. Like we're gonna figure a way to get all of us in. And I was yeah. like, and that's the mentality also that we're all, I feel yeah. like if there's like a, a mafia mentality, like a Cosa Nostra type, it's that aspect. It's like, bitch, like everyone I roll with, everyone that we hang out with, it's like, if we do this, bro, we are fucking gonna like be able to do this. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's always like a we. It's like, fuck, if I get this done, I'm gonna get it. And that's a shift, right? And I think that's something we, we've been talking yeah. about for a year now. Sure. Of, it's about the us. Right, the collaboration, the the no one does it by themselves yep. mentality, and I think it's I, I feel like times are changing, and I, I feel like more and more people are starting to move towards that, right? But that's not tribe that, mentality. That, that wasn't how we grew up. No, it was competitive. Yeah. Nico, you got to be better me. than that. You got to be better I, than that. I yeah. did that. I was so competitive in school, man. I wanted to be the best, and that's good. Yeah. There's no, there's absolutely zero wrong with yeah. that. So long as you realize that, okay, I, I want these things. Mm -hmm. I need to do these things, but it's going to take a team to get oh. me there. And then like, hold on. Mm -hmm. For me, bro, it's like I, when when I hear about like somebody's doing really well, like I get excited. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. Like get your shit. I know you've been grinding to get there, bro. Like handle it. So like when he told me, he's like, yeah, fuck at the Padres, this, that. I was like, fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> like, dude, hell yeah. never has there been more shine. Like on our franchise, then now, bro, with everything that they've done, you know, and like they're reaching out to you to like, you know, just share thoughts, ideas, woo, 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 whatever, you know, mm -hmm. like that's fucking rad. Hell yeah. You know, and he's like, he's like one of us, bro. He's in our crew. Like we all roll, you know, it's like, all right, cool. Why can't I? You know, why yeah. can't we fucking create a podcast that everyone's going to all of a sudden want to be listening <gasps> to? Why can't we create like a little movement, a little like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, clothing line within, you know, why can't we just create something? That people are a part of. And I feel like legit, bro, that that it pushed me. Like, fuck it. Well, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. And we have. How do you do a nonprofit? Well, I fucking know we're gonna figure it out though. Yeah. And we have, you know? Fuck, let's start a soccer team. Let's do this thing. We can do this. Fuck it. Let's go. Well, we're trying. And then we're there. We're <laughs> bitch, we're on the dude. We're on the team. Can I tell you something? I'm only a, the I, only the top four teams advance to the I next know, level. I saw that. Bitch, I want to be in division A next season. Oh, Only can we just have one more season of no, me though? No, Come this on, is our season. Man. No, dog. Damn. If we would have been instead oh. of four and two, one and five, <laughs> you know, two and five, 
You know what? Like, hey, boys, let's, let's chalk this up as a, you know, like a, just a learning experience. <laughs> I love it. Hey, okay. What nah. are we getting you needs? Uh, you and I, I just got money got from, uh, I got money okay. from uh, Manhattan. We got money from Elwood and we got money here from 3Punk. Yeah. So we got our budget. Sponsored. We got our budget, you know? So we just got to order that. I'm, bitch, I'm going to just load the account. Bitch, I'll give you all the money. Put it in your account and then just order what we got to order. All right. The team... Bro, how's, Come out and cheer for us. How's corny does it sound? Cornerly awesome. <laughs> Emo Brown Athletic Club. We got to have two jerseys. Duh. Duh. Home and away. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Boom. We'll, we'll, we'll be, uh, you know, budget conscious and we'll keep one pair of shorts. We'll just keep black ones. Yeah. But we're going to have two jerseys. They match with everything. And I threw it in the chat, in our little WhatsApp chat. Like, hey, one, send me your fucking jersey sizes, everything, la, la, la. Two, we're going to have this much money. Do you guys want to get, in addition to the jerseys, like some warm-up suits, like a scarf, like some shit? Bro, tell me we're not going to be the douchebags that roll up with fucking tearaway Adidas pants. Umbro. Not even Adidas, bro. We're going Umbro. Maybe like Cox Sportif. I don't know. Something fancy. Something classic. Something classic because we got, we hey, got backing. Lotto doesn't exist anymore, huh? No, fucking none of these things oh. exist anymore. I feel like the like Cox Sportif no longer exists, bro. I don't know. I could be way wrong, way off, but. Or maybe just around here, they don't exist. We can buy that. Yeah. Three company, three businesses down here gave us money mm-hmm. to, to win. Keep, to keep playing to our dreams. To keep playing, sharpening <laughs> our knives, our skill set. They're paying our league. They, bitch, one of my business, two of my businesses are paying. <laughs> And then the Maddie has two businesses paid. And then now we're going to have our killer jerseys. We're going to have killer warm-up suits. Probably a scarf. I don't know if it gets cold enough. We might even have a beanie. I need knee pads. Can you buy me some knee pads? Bro, <laughs> you were always on the ground. Ya, yeah, deja de caer de chan. Ya, me caí dos veces. Calmante, once per game. That's, a, that's a high like average. A big, <laughs> it was like a big follow. I'll give you that. It was not very uh The second finesse. one did, like, I think I might have hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. It, it still hurts. Oh, two weeks man. Later. Bro, this has been an unnecessarily long as podcast. I know. What we've, the hell, Alex? We've talked about a lot of shit. You talk too much, Alex. Yeah, call. Take the suck. mic away from him. Say, wait, como habla. Uh, let's wrap this bitch up. Uh, it looks like now with the vaccine. Go ahead. I can hang out at least with my family more readily, more, more mm. chill. Mm-hmm. It seems like we're going... Closer here at the brewery, got an email today saying that next week we're projected to be in the red tier. What does that mean? 25% indoor seating. Uh, you know, outdoor is always going to be available. I don't know if, unless they make us take that shit down, I don't think no, we're ever taking that down. Happen. You never know, bro. You never know, but it's, it's money. More we make, more they make, you know, city tax. I just feel we're getting closer to everything. I'm getting excited. Vaccine in my arm. Only, only. Good things can arise from that shit. Mm-hmm. I can't wait, bro. I, I want to go back to Padre games. That's my main thing. Fuck like <laughs> indoor seating and everything else. I just want to go back to Padre games. It's been a year, man. <laughs> bro, I wa- I miss that shit, dog. Why don't you have a pottery tattoo? I just want a graduation for my kids. <laughs> ah, here we go. Oh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the dean of students. Yes, Hey, I like how Alex is laughing. He can't even hear the sound effects. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Bitch, we only use one sound effect. I'm pretty sure you know it. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> We have a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh man, we talked. Anyways, yeah, Padres and uh, graduations. Yeah, Padres. There we go. Safety, community it's safety. Springtime. It's it's bro. When does the clock go forward? This Sunday. Sunday. This fucking Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So if it was like three, it would be four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spring forward. Fall back. Mm-hmm. It's like we planned this shit. That's right. Chica, what have you learned this week? What's on your mind? Oh, man. Relationships matter. That's the biggest thing for me. You can put that on a hat? Well, sure. What's going on? Tell me more. Dig deep. Let it out. You want to go for another 30 minutes? No, I'm good. I ain't got nowhere to be. I just ripped the yeah. big strain of Emo Brown. Let's roll. <laughs> I'm no, no, zone. no, for real. Like, yeah. Uh, so again, back to the education front, right? Um, just more than ever, re- how much relationships matter and how much our students thrive from getting to know the adults that are leading their classes and vice versa, right? Like how much more the teachers can do when they get to know their students and Distance learning has been tough because students are expected to do things on their own at home. It minimizes it. Yeah. You know, and technology, as we all know, isn't always certain. You know, there's failure, there's tech issues, there's challenges, there's drop calls, there's internet speeds, there's this and that. You know, and, and for the teachers, you know, being on a Zoom where you don't, see your students most of them have their cameras off like it's hard you know it's hard to to know what's what they're receiving and how they're receiving it and and what's really happening and you know there's just so many things that have changed and i hope that you know for the parents that are listening that that they they understand that too you know and that maybe there's a big thing about learning loss like i I feel like that and don't even talk about that. Like none of that matters. Actually, what matters is the health, the mental health, the the ability for a students to thrive and survive this moment. Like they're doing that. Dumb. So let's celebrate that, yep. right? But the most important thing is to continue building those relationships, healthy relationships. Like, that's really all that matters. You've done that in your personal life, I'm assuming. I'm trying. Yeah. You know, I, I think this year in my role, like I still feel like I'm in my first year because this all happened when I was entering the second semester or getting into the stride of the second semester of my first year as an administrator. And so I think I'm still learning a lot, but I feel like one of the things that I've done well this year is reach out to kids and for not all the kids that have needed that, but for as many as I could have, have been able to get to. It's a lot of work. I've gone out there and, you know, some kids visited them for an hour and like, it's been cool, like getting to know them and just talk to them on a personal level, not quite as friends, but like getting personal with them and, and sharing like, yo, like this was what my night was. Like, how was yours? And, you know, to the that things level. that we miss, the things that we miss from being in person. You know, like being in person at school, like you have conversations, you're talking behind the teacher's back, you're passing notes, like you're doing all these little things that that's what makes school school, you know? 
And right now there's none of that. So the kids that are coming to, to campus, I, I brought my bass to school. They're teaching me how to play Iron Man for our talent show coming up next week. Yes, it way. Like we're practicing and, and the kids are having fun. Hell yeah. You know, so that's what I do with them. Like we're playing games. Like I'm pushing them like, yo, Steve, did you turn in that assignment? Alex, did you already email your teacher? Like, you know, I give them a hard time and I tell them, that's like, awesome. hey, look, like I'm giving you all a hard time, but I, I feel like I can. So tell me if I shouldn't, but you're here. Let's get your grades to passing. Take a spring break. And let's have a little bit of that's fun. That's awesome, man. You know, and that's, that's that, difficult to create that relationship yeah. piece, right? That's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, building up that trust with them, where they know where I'm coming from. It can't I'm be not, easy. I'm not giving you a hard time just to give you a hard time. Like, you know, I'm here too. It's all for and the it, better. It's good. hard for me, you know, but like I know you could do it. Like, if if everything was back to normal, like you wouldn't be in this situation, right? So like, like here we go. Let's talk. You know, let's let's hang out. Let's have a good time. But also get your work done. That's a lot of responsibility. Good for you, man. Yeah. Every, every, and it's not just me, man. Like no, well, I mean, we you have a team. And, yeah, have a team, you and your whole squad. Yeah. That's and, awesome. And, 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 you know, cheers to all the other educators out there. You know, profe and all the folks. Yeah, that Jeff, <laughs> you know. Jeff Rap. Brisket, <laughs> brisket Jeff. One of know. my homies. Adrian Maestre, dog. Oh, he he yeah. gets down. One Hell one yeah. one of my best friends, también la Pili Pili Rodriguez. Like they, out there. You know, like mm -hmm. it's yeah. ridiculous the amount of educators and that education industry that I have in my group. Man, it's ridiculous. Yeah. There's a lot. It's of everybody. Us. We're cool people. It's everybody. Go ahead, relax. Relax. Okay, some of us. Are there cool. you go. <laughs> it, it's just no, but it, it, it's awesome. You know, it's awesome. Yeah, nah, you know, I, I got you, there's Profe, there's Jeff, and that's just in our immediate little group, yeah. you know? And then I got my cousin, I got Pete. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's just like everywhere I look, it's like, oh, wow, educator, educator, educator. That's awesome. Yeah. What have you got for me today, Alex? Your final thoughts, your wrap up. Man. Uh, I mean, just watching some uh, spring training baseball. Oof, I can't wait. Uh, oh, Everyone wait. looks good. I don't. I don't think any of our starting pitchers. Bitch, you want to get into that yeah. right now? Wait, wait, wait. Well, well, a little bit. Wait, wait, wait. You want to get into that shit? You I, want to talk Padres right now? I, I was gonna drop a little bit of knowledge. Oh, just, fuck. Just small, but drop a little dick and let me see it. Because I'm gonna. I don't think uh, you and I don't see eye to eye on a lot of fucking baseball views, bro. Go ahead. Okay. I'm gonna leave it at that. Right. Go ahead. Uh, but are you in our fantasy league? Wait. Yes. Oof. We're going to get down. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, we are nerds. Duh, you knew that. But now we're doing fantasy baseball. I'm going to go out. I want to make a bet with you. Because I, like I said, I introduced you as the Billy Bean of the group. A lot of people don't understand that mm -hmm. reference. Billy Bean is a general manager, uh, president of operations for the Oakland A's. Warmer, but you yeah. know, there was a movie. He's, He's not there anymore? No. As of this year? Yeah. I right? That's right. Done. Yeah. Well, once upon a time, I call you Billy Bean because you are... Like, like intense like that. Yeah. You know, you, you, you think you know how to build a squad. The Brad Pitt as a group. That's what I hear. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Brad's Pitt, maybe, motherfucker, but whatever. The character, <laughs> not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> but we're in our fantasy league, bitch, I'm going to fucking go right after you. Okay. You and I are going to have a little bet. Something ridiculous. You know, whatever. I, I, no, I think, okay, well, we should lay it out like Matt, this. too. Because I feel like Matt really goes in for it. Uh, Matt really goes in he, for it. He's a seasoned veteran. Like he knows what uh, what goes on in this league. 
Um, but like, I, I feel like if we make it to the championship, um, I think we, we should go double or nothing. I am bitch. I'm going to be at the end. I know I'm looking at the ground uh, the group that we're in. There's not a lot of people that can fucking take me out in fantasy baseball. When it comes to strategy and drafting a team, creating your squad, that's me. That's my squad. Fuck Alex. We're geeks. That's fine. Yeah. Education, sports. And what did you learn this week? I learned shit, dog. Ignorance. <laughs> um, what did I learn this week? This was a good week. I finally cut my hair. It's been like, shit, it's been like six to eight months since I got a haircut. My hair was just getting raggedy and long. I took Sunny, my oldest, with me. Went about down to Moose's, Moose's Barbershop in Eastlake. And, and upon further review, that was my son's first barbershop. And we came back because our barbershop over here, like the barber that we go to, he ultimately picked up and, and went back to Eastlake. So we ran, we went here with him. I was like, oh, wow, this is like full circles. Like my son's eight now. And this is where he got his first haircut. And it was a moment because none of us have gotten a haircut. Obviously, we've just kind of been laying low. Damn, tell me my hair don't look awesome though, dog. Looks amazing. So I learned it's like we're slowly getting back into normal operating procedures. AKA comb your hair. Yes. We're, we're, getting, we're getting close to everything coming back to normal. So I've learned it's like, fuck yeah. We're, 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 we're finally, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Those motherfuckers don't believe in the tunnel. Those motherfuckers don't believe in light. But I'm, for me, I see the end of the tunnel as it relates to what we, I want to accomplish in my family. And it's like, all right, cool. Everybody in my family, wifey's vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. My parents and my abuelita. That's it. And so long as my abuelita got handled and my parents got handled, it's like, that's for me. And like, that, those were my internal check marks. Like, all right, good. These people are taken care of. I don't like to make sure everybody else is doing their thing. So I learned it's like, if we all like, Fuck, we just got to get back to normal, bro. I want to go to pottery games. <laughs> That's it. Every, fucking Alex is getting me hype over here, bro. I feel like we got to go to a pottery game. I'm going to take you if, all to a pottery game. If you can game. go to a pottery game, that'll mean that graduations are happening. Well, duh. That, that, I think they, they go, go hand, hand in hand. hand. Yeah. I think they go. They, at the same time, jinxies. jinxies. Oh. Bitch, you owe me a Coke. I don't know how <laughs> oh, this game ends, what? but we did it. <laughs> How much did you smoke? Jesus Christ. I did it. I did it. Maybe I should have. Oh, man. An absolute podcast about nothing tonight. No. But ended up being about everything. Yeah. Manchester United. Go ahead. How people get hyped on that. And then Hotspur fans like don't even know what we're talking about. Because they're not okay. on that level. They're not on that level. You know. We yeah. talked about everything. Education. Yeah. Passions. Mm -hmm. Youth. How do we get from A to Z? Yeah. Becoming an accountant. You know? Family. Yeah. Normalcy. Baseball stats. Got a haircut. Mm -hmm. I got a haircut. Go ahead. Dog. Dude, my hair looks nice. Possible things coming up. Foundation. New merch. Bro. Get ready. Bro. Peloteros coming back. Tres animales is coming back. Ooh. Vivo de tres animales. It's coming. Yeah. It's Shirts. Good. Stickers. Too hectic. Always oh, a banger. Man. Bro. Kill the poor. Can I, can I just take a what? second to fucking pat... Pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. The inner workings of three punk ales. From the top, Kevin, our brewer. Mm -hmm. That motherfucker. Big man. Bro, that motherfucker's been putting out bangers. Yeah. Beer All bangers. Beer is delicious. Bro, we didn't even jump into hazies until the fucking pandemic. And that motherfucker, banger. Killed it. That hazy Killed is it. a Good banger, thing you did. Good banger, thing you banger, did. Banger. So many good. Pelotero. 
Mm. Tres animales. Mm-hmm. Need all the hay is fresh right Oof. now. Wait, you got some? Ah, whatever oh, you I need. need some. Yes. Needle in the haze, man. Needle in the haze. Ese es el que te tumba, viejo. That sí. motherfucker's gonna numb you and then knock mimis. you out. Mimi, time, drinking, needle in the haze, eight and a half percent. Me? You gonna ask me to drink a beer? I like dark beers. Oof. Emo Brown. Yeah. Emo Brown barrel aged. It's coming out probably in the next two weeks. Oh, wow. So our normal Emo Brown is eight percent, right? This motherfucker's nine and a half percent. Damn. You don't want that, bro. Pablo Escobar got shot down for trying to sell something similar to this shit, dog. Hey, wait. Uh, Next level. Pelotero. Handle it. What's that percentage coming Pelotero. Cheekless, beautiful design. Heavy hitter. Our Imperial IPA that comes in at a whopping 10%. Clean up. Batting, clean up. No, batting. El huevudo. Pelotero. You know, it's like, this is the, this is the one that brings everybody home, bro. Yeah. yeah. 10.5%. That's the grand slam hitter right there. Big. That's right. Big. That's the your artwork, That's bro. The number yeah. four. Your artwork. Right there. Your artwork. Mm-hmm. This beer that fucking Kevin crafted. <clears throat> the way everybody in the in, in in our little business, you know, you myself, uh, glasses, Cynthia, Kevin, uh, uh, Eric Casas, like the whole crew, like just kind of like. Ah. We have a fucking it's killer coming. squad, bro. Yeah. We have a killer squad. Do you have that in Kenya? What I'm doing again? Pelotero? Yeah. No, bro, that we just brew that. I want some. That was fake news. Glasses was just Damn. putting these stickers on cans last night. Just <laughs> that beer's not ready, bro. Damn. Merch, everything. Bro, I'm excited for Pelotero. I'm, I'm excited for motherfucking tres animales. I'm excited for a fucking lager that's coming. Mm. You guys don't know, but it's coming. This one is big, bro. When we announce this one, if this one comes to fruition. This is next level, bro. Yeah. See or no? Yes. That's the pinnacle for me. Yeah. Let's get it. There's another fun one coming down. There's a lot the of pipe. fucking fun ones, bro. That that one with the piña that we talked about. Oh, you want to talk about that one? Ooh. No, no. That's how we're gonna say. Yeah. We gotta go. I gotta go. Let me just drop one. No. <laughs> oh man. No. Fuck. All right. This was good. Yeah. This one's awesome because we're working with our neighbors. Our neighbors are at over here at a Vintage, El Pinchi Upright, Vin, Upright Citizens Vintage. That's a banger. It's mm-hmm. a collaboration It'll between be nice. them and us and this can. Hey, let's plan a little pop-up shop soon. I don't know why you wouldn't want to do that already. Your neighbors play some music. I want you to bring more stuff out, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Bro, you've been... Some t-shirts. You've been putting out some bangers, fool. Some yeah. yeah, I love that new sweatshirt. The new Behind girl. you? Yeah. yeah, I love that one. Behind your head? Already, That's a splurge. Already took measurements right here. Where's it at? I don't see it. It's going to happen. My cousin, Photo Funk, he already stood claim to this little area right here. He's like, hey, I want to do a character there. I said, cousin, handle your scandal. Do it. Allegedly, you're going to do that. Yeah. I need more artists, dude. I need people to reach out to me and say that they want to do a fucking piece in here. I'll give you beer, whatever, the whole bing, bing, bang, whatever you need. Mm-hmm. I just need this. I want it like to be awesome. I want it to be... Ooh, deep cuts. I want it to be like side stage Soma. Oh. <laughs> in the early 2000s. Oh, on Miranda Boulevard next to USD. Yeah. I want it to be that. that the merch center. area. The merch area of side stage Soma, early 2000s, Miranda Boulevard by USD. That's what I want this little office to look at. I wanted to be all graffitied up, bro. I wanted to say like, oh, fucking Lagwagon was here. Oh, 
Davy Havoc AFI signature. You know, like I want, I want early people. AFI, yeah, early all AFI. the AFI, bitch, no, all of it. Early. Which, where did like they first, first three albums? That's it. What was the last one that you liked? Honestly. Oh shoot! I'm gonna tell you mine. All Hallows Eve. That was before they they became the emo. Yeah, yeah, that was it right there. Woo, bro, AFI. Yeah. I'm That's bad, what I wanted. I'm bad with names, man. Which one? The album or the person of the band? Both. Both? No, <laughs> like I I know Davey Havoc. Like I know the name. I know Davey. I know Davey Havoc. We had Only a- because I always liked the name. Right? <laughs> That's a great name, huh? Like, I love the name. But like in terms of their albums, all I know my favorite is the one that has a cover that looks like Reservoir Dogs. I don't remember the name of that album. Do this and stay fashionable. They had that song, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that's that's my favorite album. That's a good yeah. album, bro. But their first one is really good, and then the the third one is also nice. And then something happened. Is that one of your top CDs? The answer this and stay fashionable, or answer that and stay fashionable. Yeah. I think because that song, well, I don't know if it's that song or there, there's a song in that album that talks about I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah, no one's gonna tell me I'm no gonna, one's gonna do it my yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Like that lyric always touched stood you. out to me. Yeah, and Damn. just that that energy that they had of like, you know what what most punk rock music that what drew me to punk rock music was that feeling of of rebellion and like doing it, stick it to people and. Like we're gonna do this whether you like it or not. Like, I still have we that are. mentality, bro. That's bad. Tell me no. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Go ahead. Push me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. That was punk rock music. That's yep. that's that that is one of your top albums or what? That one. I mean, if we're talking about like that, Tijuana no. All right. La Migra. Boom. That song. That's the one. Oof. Yes. Tijuana no La Migra. Hearing that song live. Ooh, we in Cafe Sevilla when they were about to break up and they were playing in the in the basement. Oh, man. I'm trying to look Let up. Me tell you. There it is. I got it. You. I got you, dog. So wait. Th- Just put the intro. Can you put the intro? I'm trying. You ain't got to get mad. Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, no, now I got you. Hold on. I got you. I got you. Got you. Got you. Oh, you can see. Oh. Buddy. This one right here? Damn, fool, that's your jam. What brought you to Tijuana No? Ah, man. Hold on. Here we go. So what happened? How? I think it's, it's the lyrics, right? Like when you understand why people immigrate to another country looking for opportunity, looking for work, looking for money to feed Advance their family. Yeah. Like it, it hits home, right? Like that's why most of our ancestors, ancestors did it. Came Hell over. yeah. 
All of us in this room. For those, it took one before us to get here. Yeah, and it is also something to be said that there was people who were already here, right? So let's not forget about that. But I know that my my roots came from another part, looking for opportunity. Have have you done like a a, an ancestry or like a twenty three andme dot com type deal or nail? No, I haven't. But I mean, I just know like where my parents started. They Mm -hmm. they started on the south side of the border, you know. But you ask like why that song and why that band? I think because growing up, I was very much about my region. Go ahead. You know, anything San Diego, Padres, Chargers. Always. To this day, fool. San Diego. Everywhere I went, I claimed San Diego. And Tijuana was an extension of that. Like I grew up on both sides of the border. And when Tijuana No became a mm. thing and I got to see them live at 14 years old, like it just changed the game for me. You know, and people like Luis Guerreña, who... Guerreña, doll, yeah. Like, he he set a standard yep. for what punk rock was, his style, like, you know, wearing T-shirts that said Beaner, like, like things like that, that to me at that age was like, <gasps> like, these are my heroes, yeah, you for know, sure. they're, they're speaking to me. Yep. And then, you know, when they their second album came out, Transgresores de la Ley, and I went to see Culture Clash at a theater because my sister who's a little older than me, like, like she, she got into, you know, going to these things that again, things that normally we don't do go to the theater. Right. That's awesome, man. And she took me to this play. And before the play begins, this album is playing. And it's an album that I have a cassette tape to at home and I knew I was in my place. Bro, those are the songs. That show. Those are the songs that played in the background of a uh, the uh, of Soma's side stage. Yeah, I would hear the that band Tijuana No playing in the background because right after a band played, like everything was shut off. But the fucking background music gets turned up. Yeah, and it would be like them and like those minutos, bro. You know those minutos yeah. are from Argentina, bro. Yeah. They fucking rip, dog. We're like the like when we started our band, we wanted to be like the those minutos, but like in English, dog. You know, That's and funny. I think I've sent you the music. I don't know if like yeah. if you picked that shit up from what we sent you, but that was what. That's what I grew up with. Yeah. You know, like that shit. I loved it. Nobody else in my fun family ever fucking loved punk rock music, bro. I'm the weirdo. I'm the weenie that was about that shit. You know, I wanted to listen to it. I wanted to be in a punk bag, not punk band. I wanted to create one. You know, I wanted to be one of the fucking front men and just talking shit and doing that shit. <laughs> that was fun. You know, like I started playing uh, the drums for like Norteño music when I was little. You know, and, and then we started a little a little band. My cousin got the accordion, then the bass, and todo el pedo. We just, you know, like we fucked around. Like that's what I like. But then as that progressed, I remember being super little and listening to Blink One Eighty Two when I was in high school, dog, like nineteen ninety six. And I started a band, and we started playing. And those fuckers are playing in a place in East 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 County, like deep as fucking El Cajon. Um, the Soul Kitchen, bro. There was a, a, a little... I don't know if you remember, because you were the same age as me. So if you're about this live, dog, you're going to remember the Soul Kitchen in Al Cajon. And at Soul Kitchen, we would play wah, 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 woo, whatever. But we would go out there every now and then just to see other bands. And the band that was playing there was Blink. Blink, yeah. Not even before, Blink. Before yeah, they were 182. Not even 182, bro. It was just yeah. fucking Blink. And we yeah. were there, and there was like seven of us in the fucking crowd. We're like, yeah. And... um. A band called Blink got on stage and started playing. And Tom DeLong had like a two liter bottle of fucking Mountain Dew and popped that shit open and just poured it on his fucking head. And we're like, yeah. And then they started playing a song. I was like, fuck, these guys are weird. 
you know? And then like later on, they'd obviously turn into Blink-182 and just like blow up and shit. That was my scene, dog. That's what that that's like what I was about when I was younger. But like I used to love Minor Threat and I used to yeah. love that, you know, like like those kind of dead Kennedys mm-hmm. and, and shit like that. But when you Operation talk about like when, when you talk about like what what kind of music, like what 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 my song is, bro? No mom is dog. I'm gonna take you back to nineteen ninety-six, bro. Okay. All right. John Marshall and myself were like in a band, and then Mill and Colin started like showing up in San Diego and their first show came through and they were like at Warped with for like at Side Stage Soma with Bouncing Souls and we went and then we saw them again going to Soma I'm sorry perdona como se llama Warped Tour I was never so hyped to go fucking see a band than when I saw Mill and Kong Dog first punk band I fell in love with that I actually like saw play you know like yeah. and mind you I've seen I've seen Lagwagon I've seen I've seen the Angry Samoans I've seen I've seen a lot of like old school bands UK subs subhumans like I've seen shit you know but when I saw like Millencon and play I connected to them and ever since then bro this is my jam Olympic by Millencon you're listening to the beautiful sounds of Millencon this is Olympic That was my shit, you know. Yeah. Growing up, that was my shit. Uh, Norteño music, punk rock music like this, yeah, like that, like that skate melodic, melodic punk. Yeah. That was my shit. Yeah. So like this week, my dude from the band that I was in at that time, like he came in and we started shooting the shit, talking about like, oh, remember we were on fucking Warp tour with Mill and Colin, bro. So ultimately, my goal, you know, like, oh, it, it, it turned. I just want to play with the bands that I grew up listening to, like Lagwagon, this, that, and the other. And we ended up being like on Warp Tour. And on Warp Tour, we were on the fucking dance stage, I think, or the Ernie Ball stage, one of those two stages. And we were we decided that, hey, you know what? Three piece scandal, let's make condoms for Warp Tour, bro. Let's <laughs> hand out fucking condoms. La, la, la. And we did. And Mill and Colin was there, bro. And they they we played, and then they saw us plays like, hey, their guitarist, his name is Eric Olson. And to know me, like if you know me, like like know me. I'm about fucking like, you know, Bill and Colin and, 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 and playing the guitar. And my favorite guitarist was Eric Olsen, the guitar, the lead guitarist for Bill and Colin. So he's like, hey, you from Three Piece Candle? And I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I used you prophylactic last night. Thank you, bro. Like, I was like, what? I didn't know what prophylactic means. So I asked, he's like, dude, he used your condom, bro. <laughs> Like rad, so I was like Eric Olsen, when one of the like, like my Eric Clapton in a very cheesy way, like that's like I was like, whoa, Eric Olsen rips. I want to be like him, you know. And he's like, hey, I used your prophylactic last night. It was great, and I was like, that's rad. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, that's the best. That for me it was the pinnacle, dog. Playing like at like at Warp Tour with this with our band, and then my boy Jose came. And we we're just shooting the shit over that, and we we're like. Fuck it, dog. Let's re-release our shit and let's re-record a bunch of stuff. So we're gonna be those old guys that are gonna like bring three piece, three piece scandal and we're gonna release our shit on Spotify. I think he's putting it out nice. already. Yeah, like next week or like in the next two weeks. And then we're gonna sit down and we ordered a bunch of equipment to start doing like home recording again here in the studio. We're gonna create new fucking rips, dude. Fuck. Hell yeah. I I got. I told you. Are you gonna re-record that one? Go ahead. That has the lyrics from. Uh... 
Mentirosa? Yeah. Tell me you didn't Gerardo. like that. Gerardo. Hey, bitch, you mad. That was good. good. That was a good one. I sing, I sing along to it. Bitch, I floated. House of Pain to... Go ahead. It was like Fresh Prince. Classics, it was yeah. Fresh Prince. It was uh, the Sugar Hill Gang. And then it was That's me, right. a Mellow Man Ace. Yeah. Check this out, baby. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I got to find that shit. <laughs> Last night, you didn't know. Uh, bro, let me tell you. That was a... Uh, oh, man. I love that song. Why? I don't know why. <laughs> I just love music. I don't know if I told I you, bro. You I, know. I I got my cards read, right? Al cantinero. Oof, he told he me, told you, me were you were drinking <laughs> and wasting my dinero. Bro, I had my cards read, right? And she came in and she's like, You you were you were all about something in the past and you like let go of it. And you've slowly like been trying to get back into it. Go for it. Like she read everything she read was like right on point, bro. And and, and I was like Good. I want to do those things, you know. I I, I want to be a part of that shit. I want. I don't believe in like a lot of things, but I believe like in if certain symbols and things keep popping up, like I've got to go with it. Pero cuando me dijo eso, I was like, hell yeah! Like I'm about that shit. I, I want to get back into music. And hell yeah! I think this is gonna open the door for me, bro. Let's do it. <laughs> this is the jams hour. Right here. I was I was 18, bro. I'm 41. This was 23 years ago. 23 years ago. And we were recording this song. And this one was, they used to play it on, on 91X, dog. And, and, and it was crazy. It was called Tribute to Hip Hop. And each one of the guys in the band, like, rapped the fucking song over the, the, the ska beat. And, uh, and they played it on the fucking radio. And I remember being at the shopping center in front of Bonita High School. Uh, Roberto's Taco Shop. Un pedo, dog. And it was the after school spot, you know, it was like, oh, the football game is on. All right, cool. We went and hung out. Then we went across the street and it was right there. The little Bonita shopping center where Ralph's is. It was like Roberto's, Roberto's. We'd all flock there and park in like in the parking lot. And there was a show, still is, and here in San Diego called the the 91 X, the, the, fuck, what was the show? Now I don't remember. The Tim Pyle show. The Tim Pyle show, bro. Like the one all about local shit. Yeah. And I remember they had told us, they called us like, hey, bro, we're going to put you guys on tonight. Like, if, you know, tell your friends. Before fucking social media, bro, word of mouth, straight ludicrous. You're like, hey, tell your friends. So, yeah, we all piled over there, like, and hung out. And we're having to roll tacos, playing fucking Mortal Kombat, Street, street Fighter, whatever, dog. And then it's like, boom, we're all hanging out outside. And we, we heard our song. We've turned it up. To this day, that's one of the greatest moments of my life, bro. Like, getting a chance for like, fuck, dog, that's me. I'm rapping in Spanish on a fucking scobby. <laughs> <laughs> and now some fucking weenies at 91X are playing. And I was like, that's awesome. Hell and I've, yeah. and I've been in love with that moment ever, ever since, bro. You know, we've, we did some cool shit, you know, we, we played some kick-ass shows. We've got to play with fucking like the likes of like a, the living end and like green day opening at Coors and with warp tour, you play with all of them, like with a fucking Weezer and we did some illicit shit with that. And it was just, I'm, I'm grateful for that shit, dog. Yeah. Fuck, where did Alex go? <laughs> that motherfucker disappeared. He dropped out. <sighs> this, show, this show has gone on long enough. Yes, sir. But what have I learned, dog? We're a lot alike. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of the same shit. We have a lot of the same memories. That's weird. It's weird that we just, our paths just crossed. Once uh, maybe it's not weird. Why? Why wouldn't it be weird? Because it was meant to be that way. Here Why? we are. 
Bro, we were in quinceañeras together. We were. In, in Paradise near, Hills. Near Pueblo Amigo. In the PH. Da. Yeah. Fucking quinceañera chambelanes. That party was down in, in the south. Though, it was right? in the south, south, right, bro. Right, right there, right across the border. And yeah. Then, you know. That's how I met. Well, I didn't meet my wife like that, but I was in my wife's quinceañera, you know? Mm-hmm. And before that, <laughs> quinceañeras at that age was different. It was like. Like you would make, you would, you would leave with a girlfriend. <laughs> Am I tripping? <laughs> uh, maybe. So we would go and, you, and you'd have that partner, bro. Like, you know, it was yeah. a chumbling, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you'd be your dancing partner. And you were stuck with that dancing partner for at least six weeks. Cause yeah. you would practice like yeah, once a week and some, and the rehearsals would be in some fool's fucking front yard, dog. The deals yeah. would be on the sidelines eating Doritos with silent sign, drinking fucking Coors Lights. Like, Hey, you know how to dance, fool. You know, it's like, that was the trainings and shit. That was the rehearsal. So you would spend time with that person. So I'm thinking back, I'm like, I think in every quinceanera I came up with like a girlfriend. And then ultimately the last one, um, it was in my wife's, my now wife's and then, I was her sister's chambelan. So I was like the main chambelan and, and wifey was the younger one because they, they did a combo. Wifey was 15 and my sister-in-law was 16. So it was like, fuck, that's crazy, bro. That's wild. We know each other since that era. Yeah. We've played soccer together. Not knowing. Yeah. Not even fucking knowing. I was fucking scoring goals, taking my shirt off, diving <laughs> in the middle of the field, throwing up the Aaron Cantona, El Rey. <laughs> You know, I was just doing shit like that. And I didn't even know. I didn't even fucking notice you. I'm like, where's Chico? That's crazy. Honestly, I'm very excited that we're buddies. We're homies. We're friends. We're, 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 gonna, we're business partners. We're, we're building something together all in a span of a fucking year. Yeah. And we haven't even shared a meal together with our families. That's crazy. Nuts. That's nuts, bro. Like, I, I feel real connected to you. And I want to keep growing that. I feel like where you, what you, what your what your goals are, what my goals are, they they definitely run parallel, and then ultimately they intersect. I'm just trying to surround myself with people that I get down with, and sham. Here we are. Aquí estamos. Let's build, man. Thank you for cruising on again. I don't know where the fuck Alex went, bro, but that motherfucker disappeared. He said deuces. Thank you for cruising in. I appreciate it. All talk, all. Every time we talk, bro, it's always a beautiful thing. Te lo agradezco. Thank you. That is a wrap for this episode of the Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Give us a shout out at Twitter. We're on there too. And at Facebook, for those of you who still use Facebook, we're on there as well. More importantly, give us a visit at EmoBrown.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, all of the merch. There's more merch coming as well as access to the Patreon Club. Join in the Emo Brown Social Club. Don't be a stranger. Hop on in there. Join. Submit. Follow. Follow the pillow. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Big things are coming. Besitos.